This is Brightside Home Theater. Home theater nerds, welcome to the Brightside Home Theater Podcast. The Home Theater Podcast. It's all about the experiences, the sights, the sounds, the scenes. <laughs> scenes. <laughs> hey, boy! Just like we did in rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> I can get the enthusiasm up once, twice. Right. Just, you know, push it, pushing it. <laughs> I'll remember that next week and make sure I hit record. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Brockstar says rookies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not helpful. John and I are hey, okay. I did my part. <laughs> I resemble <Yeah>. that remark. <laughs> um, yeah, he also says DJ must be sloshed already. I wish. No, no, that's for the weekends. <laughs> um, oh, Mark jumped in too. Howdy, gentlemen. How you doing, Mark? Um, yeah. So let's get to this uh, busy week. How's your week been, guys? Pretty good. Yeah, 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 not bad. Not bad. Busy, 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 but all good. Nice. Store doing well, John? Picking up for the holidays uh, at all? Yeah, a little bit. Last week was a pretty good week, um, you know, and um, started slow this week, but hopefully it'll pick up, um, you know, again, close to close to Black Friday, so it should be good for the next two months or so. Cool. Uh, I had a listener inquiring about your store today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's up here at Mass, but... Uh, actually, someone from I, the IRS, I hope. I, no, I no, no. Anywhere in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what he yeah. said. He asked if you had collectibles and stuff, and I was like, "Yeah, he's got all sorts of stuff mm. there. He has a website." And uh, got me to thinking, we got to put your website on my website. So oh, link in yeah. the show notes. You can, do that. you can link Arkham Arkham Comics and Games. Go and uh, check out the collectibles there. Maybe you want a little knickknack for the back of your theater, like me. There you go. <laughs> Uh, I was saying, act- I was saying to John DJ before we started recording. I was saying to John that I've already been stalking him on his website. Oh, nice! So I, I've uh, yeah, I've already checked it out. There is a picture of him on the. If you go onto Google and you type it in, there are yeah. pictures, and and John is in one of them in the corner of the store. I don't think he knows he's being photographed, but don't let that scare you there. away. But. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. What else do we got going? Yeah, that's good. Um, what do we do from here? We do some promo stuff cause we got a lot mm. of promo stuff today. Uh, yeah. obviously all of our donations that we're doing this month, I'm going to lead off with this for Movember, mm. uh, donating to Ryan Davies links are in the show notes on where we're directing it. Uh, you can donate directly to Ryan Davy himself. Uh, and he's from the hashtag dork podcast and he's been doing this for years. Last I checked, he was up over $1,500 already. His goal is 2000. Uh, I haven't given mine yet or the, I haven't given the hundred that's going to be coming from us, but, uh, if we can help him out, that would be great. Get that number up there. Uh, Movember goes towards men's health. It started off with prostate cancer and has, you know, evolved into overall men's health, meaning, uh, prostate cancer, mental health, all the, all sorts of men's health issues. Uh, so that's what we're doing this month. Uh, and also you can find us on Twitter at brightside HT. You can email each of us, DJ at brightside home Steve at brightside home or John at brightside home But we're not sure where that one's going yet. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't have access to that. Stuff, I so know. It's I like, don't know. I I, I, I wouldn't keep saying it because I know. But well, eventually we're gonna figure it out, and we're gonna find yeah. out where that access for you is, and then you're gonna have all these emails from people you want a million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I'm a Nigerian prince. Yeah, we think you're the most handsome member of the show. Yeah. Uh, I know they're lying then. So yeah. while uh, while you're talking about that, DJ, I've I've actually been having a steady stream of emails uh using that because i'm obviously oh, nice. teacher's pet so i've been getting lots of emails <laughs> dj i've been getting them yeah. um but um, i just want to quickly say thanks to everyone that's, that's sending emails sometimes i'm a little bit slow at getting back to them but um but it's been you know really nice really everybody really friendly really nice just reaching out to say hello so uh yeah it's very cool all right so, uh, yeah thanks for that if you um yeah cool awesome if you ever have one that you want to put into the show you know like as you said mm-hmm. you're getting a set steady stream if somebody's mm-hmm. talking about something to to you just okay. forward it to and me any- we'll add it to the show i'm gonna start give it sending you all the stuff i meant to do it today but you saw my early show <laughs> prep mm. um i want you guys because we're gonna start reading back and forth um mm. who knows i i like this tuesday thing and mm. if you can do that steve i mean we joked about it before so things going forward i mean i like having it separate every now and then i think i'd like to go mm. in that direction so mm. but we'll see schedules it's tough, you know, when we got this many mm. people. So, uh, but yeah, everybody, you can write to me. If, you, if you're not getting a response from John, email me and I'll forward it on to yeah, John's I was other say, accounts. <laughs> since Steve said that, if I am not responding, it's not because yeah, I don't yeah, want it's, to. There's a, there's a hiccup it's there. because we I don't literally don't have access to it. Right. So. Yeah. Um, but, Good excuse. I like yeah. it. The other one is. I really do, but I'm just saying. Yeah. No, <laughs> A lot of hubbub lately. We don't get into the hubbub, but um, we did, John and I both joined uh, Mastodon, and a few listeners are already over there. It is very quiet. It's weird. Right, yeah. John? It's like, you fished <laughs> yeah, around well, there, right? I, again, I haven't done much. I basically claimed my username, put a picture up on my profile, and yeah, I have no messages, or I'm not following anybody except for... <laughs> the few people that you right. were following. So yeah, um, it's I'm there. Travis from AV Nirvana, yeah, I think uh, Mike, Mike Schramm's already yeah. there. Uh, Dan is the one that got me to go over. He was the first one. And I was like, you know what? Why not? You know, it's like, might as well get your name. Danny speakers well, is over there. And you'd at least yeah, claim my name. And, <laughs> and here's the other thing. Just, just to for it, I mean, a lot of people don't like, they're not on Twitter at all. Never mind, there's, there are people that are jumping ship and whatever. I don't have a problem with Twitter. I, the, the only thing I see is people telling me there's a problem with Twitter. I haven't, Dan actually had a problem with the settings and stuff. So I guess there's some hiccups going on. I haven't seen that. Um, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm just saying I, I'm, I go on and I look at my mentions. That's it. So it, I haven't had an issue. But if anybody wants to join Mastodon, and because you, you you don't like you've never liked Twitter, jump on there. It's like because we're I mean it's starting the community. It's really small. Um, Todd and I were joking on Mastodon like it's like you're in a cave because it's like <laughs> just a few people all alone and you just don't have that influx of everybody else. And I mean the good way. Like you don't like I don't hear you don't get the tweets from like Ralph Potts. You don't get the tweets from all the guys at AV Nirvana. You don't get the tweets from, you know, HD report. You don't get all the community that I've developed in my own Twitter verse. 
I, I don't have that. And so, you know, but it wouldn't be bad to have it in two places. So let's start it up there if you're interested. Uh, the other way, I didn't even tell you guys this. I didn't have time. This is one of the things I meant to mention to you in the green room. Uh, there is another way to get into the green room. Uh, because of all this, um, there's a, I, I, I'm, you know, me, John, Steve, I don't like money. I'm not big into that. I don't like it to be the focus of anything. I don't need money, but if you want to donate, John, where can they go? Uh, patreon.com slash brightside home theater. There you go. So if you want to support the podcast, that'd be great. That's a monthly donation. Everybody knows what Patreon is. Appreciate it. You can buy us some popcorn on the website. PayPal, if you're comfortable with that, that'd be great. But if you've been on the show, you can get into the green room. That was those were the two ways: pay or come on the green room, uh, come on the show. Well, now if you're a regular contributor, or you send an email, you know, and ask that you want to be in the show, get into the green room, and tell me about your theater and stuff. I'll let you in the green room because a lot of people they don't have the means or they don't want to pay. And I understand that, but a lot of people aren't comfortable coming on the show. And I was trying to think of another way. Like you said, Steve, you got a bunch of people emailing you. Mm -hmm. I have a bunch of people that email me, but they don't have time to come on a show. Don't want to come on the show. Don't want, can't pay. Don't want to pay. I understand that. I don't want it to be a paywall. Um, but if you're a contributor to a regular emailer or something like that, and you want to be on the show, let me know. And, uh, we'll get you into the green room because I, I just don't want it to be open to the general public. I just want it to be my listeners. So all I want to do is converse with you before, and then you're in. So it's great. We're streaming to the green room right now. There are people in here talking, chatting while we're recording, um, and having some fun. So that's it. That's the, the fun stuff for today. Uh, our promotional thing. Um, what do we got? What do we got for tweaks? Nothing. No, nothing this week. Stayed well away. All right. Well, I have a few, um, because I have, I have my own. So I messed around with, uh, my Lumigen settings some more, experimented with a few things, uh, new update. Was I at the time I wrote this up my tweet, um, tweak? Uh, there was a new update coming and it dropped yesterday for uh, the Lumagen with instant aspect ratio. And I sent it to you guys. And mm. what did you think? I mean, it was pretty seamless, looked good. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, is it was so 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 what was happening before? What was the difference with it before you had that update? Because I could see it, obviously, the aspect range of, I think, I could see the aspect range of changing. Right. But what was it doing before? Was there, was there a delay? Was it just not doing it? What was the, what was the change? So what the Lumagen, what, if you tried to watch either of those clips, so to let the listeners mm-hmm. know, the clips were, uh, Nelson, one of my, one of my, our listeners sent me those clips and he updated his Lumagen and he has a 240 to one screen. And before you either had to watch it in all the entire, like say Top Gun Maverick, you'd have to watch it in that one, in that, you know, 16 by nine with the panels on the sides, you'd mm-hmm. have to pick one or the other because the Lumigen no. wasn't capable of switching aspect ratios that quickly. Okay. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. So you'd have to pick one. It could do one or the other, but you would, you know, and like I did, like I talked about last week with mine, I can pick just the 240 I, by masking mm-hmm. off the top and the bottom. And that's what I get. Um, but now somebody with a 240 to one screen actually gets the reverse of what we get, Steve, with a 16 by mm-hmm. nine screen where it goes larger and then smaller. This one goes mm-hmm. The 240 is obviously what you saw, and then you get the bars on the side, but you get the full okay. image. No distortion, no nothing. It just shrinks mm-hmm. down that IMAX enhanced portion, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the clips that he sent was from the opening from uh, Star Trek Into the Darkness, which is like ridiculous how many times it flips back it and forth. It was crazy, yeah. yeah. I didn't realize watching that movie that it, I haven't watched it in quite a long time. Yeah. I, I didn't realize it had that many changes in aspect ratio. <laughs> I know. That would drive me crazy. <laughs> I, I See, here's the thing. I think it's more noticeable in the 240 because it right. just goes, Foo. whereas the larger aspect ratio, it's, your screen stays pretty much the same. And then just mm. all of a sudden something goes away. Whereas right. with the, when you go to the 240, the, everything gets, everything gets smaller. Right. Right. And it's like, yeah. like in Top Gun Maverick, when they're close up on their faces, when they go to the wide, when they go to the IMAX enhanced, the head doesn't change. Right. The size mm-hmm. doesn't change. All that happens is the black bars go away. Right. And that's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just way more noticeable, but some people prefer that. And I, I don't know why. Cause even Jim, Jim Peterson, who, you know, owns Lumigen, he didn't want to do this but the customers wanted it. So he's, and he even mm. put out on a uh, AVS forum and went uh, like a week or so, two weeks ago saying it's coming. It'll be here any day. Now um, we're just tweaking a few things on the update. He goes, but just to be clear, I didn't want this. This isn't what the studios want. This isn't what the, the mm. director intended. And he goes, but the customers want it. And if you want to have this setting and he went on to explain how to use it and stuff. So, um, but it works really, mm. really well. It's, um, mm. and here's what I wanted to discuss with you. And we, we discussed a little bit today, I think personally, and I want to get your opinions. Um, I think this is all because of mad VR and Maverick. Those two have pushed the market to like, Hey, let's try this, you know? And it's because mm. up until now. This hasn't even been an issue. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously I commented at a slightly different view from you guys anyway because I'm watching on a on a TV, right, rather than a projector. So of course, I, it doesn't it doesn't impact on my viewing. Um, personally, when I saw those clips earlier, where you've got the two two three five screen, and then when it goes to sort of one eight five and then out again, I'd find that more distracting than than I would. Right. Watching it on a on a sixty nine screen that then go you know black bars and then no black bars then black bars I actually quite like that but I think on a screen like that and that size I'd find it very distracting personally yeah. but at least you're getting you know if that's what you want that's what you want um, it just right. seemed to sort of really draw attention to itself more than it normally might um, but yeah I'm no expert on the on the on the you know the the um, uh, you know the Lubergins and the Mad VRs. I, it, it kind of go passes me by. So, uh, but what I saw in that clip did look interesting. But uh, I can see how it might not be what what I'm not surprised. So, shall we say that Lubergin are a bit? Yeah, do you really want this? Um, but you know, nice to have the option. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's it is. It's that's the thing. Is it's fun that mm. they're they're doing this and he's doing it for the, you know, Lumigen's doing it for the customers. Um, mm-hmm. I personally, if I had a two thirty, you know, a two thirty five or two forty screen, I would just go stand. You know, I like I said mm-hmm. last week, I would just watch Top Gun in two forty the whole thing. Yeah, like yeah, I did with I Aquaman last week. I found that to be mm-hmm. a better experience. Um, and but the options there. And, and it's mm. fun to see that like Lumigen's like, I can do that too. That's, I think as a consumer, <laughs> I think that's hysterical. <laughs> what do you think, John? Cause you have a projector, you have the, the I have situation. a projector, but I have a 16 by nine screen. Now, yeah. again, I don't envision myself using that feature on, on my screen. Even no. if I, you know, I don't have a Lumigen yet. I may, um, but if I had a 240 screen, I don't know if I would try it out or not. I would probably, like you, just leave it in the 240 yeah. aspect ratio and not not have it switch at all. Um, mm. But I also, again, I you know, more choice is better than, I mean, Absolutely. choice is always the preferable thing, right? So having the option mm-hmm. to do it, even if you don't want it, is always better than not having the option yeah. <laughs> at all. So, um, But I don't know how many people will prefer that way of... <laughs> of watching no and it's and that's the thing uh it's like you think about i mean the projector market is smaller than the home theater market right Right. the overall home theater market and then when you get down to it the 240 screen is smaller than the projector market so it's like when you get down to that nitty-gritty but yet you still have manufacturers competing and being driven by the content which i think is that's why i like when people like directors artists they push the envelope which pushes technology which who knows what's going to come out of this and i mean kudos to mad vr for doing this too because mad vr just came out with it in what over the summer where they unveiled this and it, it was like the right. the videos came out like look at you can do this now and i was like I, why would you want to but great <laughs> but you know what i mean like it wasn't available before but now with the video processors look at what you can do and who knows what, what's going to get uncovered from this, but I, I find that mm. fascinating. It is, it is good to have the, as I say, have the option and, and that they're tinkering with the tech is a, is yeah. a good thing. And I mean, it's definitely, well, we say Maverick, and yet I wonder if Maverick just has been such an overwhelming success. That's that what it, it is. Has, it, it, it has then just drawn attention to something that's been there for a while because, I mean, we talk about Star Trek Into Darkness. I mean, I absolutely love the opening of that film, and that switches ratios, and, and it's yep. one of my demo sequences. We may talk about that later. Um, but that's one of my demo sequences that I show people, and, and, you know, even people that are quite, that couldn't care less about home cinema. When they sit down and see that, you know, they're just like, oh, okay, yeah, that, all right, fine. Now I see what you're, what you're going on about. And so that's, you know, 20... 18 2017 maybe yeah so it's going back a bit um you know and that's got them aquaman's got them switching ratios is not new right uh, but yeah it just seems that maverick has just drawn attention to it and put it under the microscope because of just the runaway success that it's been i think yeah and i think it's a perfect storm of Mm. i mean mad vr going to cedia and being such i i think one of the now it's this is kind of like chicken and the egg Mad VR are scheduled to be, they'd been at Cedia before, I'm sure. Maybe not. I don't know. Cause they are fairly new with the NV and NV extreme and stuff. So Mad VR has been around as a, as a program for a little while. Um, but 
being at Cedia this year and the presence that they had, it's like what people talked about. I mean, they, they just kind of exploded on the landscape, right? But at the same time, did they explode on the landscape because they were going to be a presence anyways, or was it that we now had Maverick dropping right before Cedia on Kaleidoscape, which was all over Cedia, right? So Mm -hmm. you had people talking about this, the popularity of Maverick, and then you have a company going with the VR, I mean, variable aspect ratio, sorry, that can has a solution to that for people that are complaining about this coming out a few weeks before Cedia and that, that the two forty to one crowd was upset. They're like, Oh, I hate this stuff. And it was kind of like perfect storm chicken and the egg, mm-hmm. which came first. It's like, yes, we had VAR before this, but mad VR is showing up this year. And just like it, I think it just all kind of exploded. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, here we are like two months later and Lumigen's like, I got an answer too. You know, like, and, and it's like, why didn't they do it before? I, I honestly don't think that there was a huge, people wanted it, but it wasn't as big of a call for it as there is because of Maverick and Mad VR in them demonstrating what they did at Cedia. Well, it's interesting you mentioned Kaleidoscape as well, because didn't you say that, that not that long ago, Kaleidoscape only had fixed against stagnant was it stagnant or static i, sa- I said that but i was incorrect yeah i know stagnant oh, okay. aspect. i was incorrect stagnant. because i yeah. i assumed because like dark knight for instance mm. is a variable aspect ratio but on kaleidoscape yeah. the 4k version is stagnant fixed. <laughs> it's yeah. it's fixed stagnant. right I love that yeah. yeah um and then there are other movies that are stagnant when they're supposed to be vac- uh, variable mm. aspect ratio but then again mm. like i said wonder woman aquaman, aquaman. Now mm. uh, Maverick, they all have mm. variables. So I, it was, mm. it was more common that they just, that they didn't have variable aspect ratio mm. than it was that they instituted it. Right. So I kind mm. of, most people that I talked to before I got my Lumigen, most people that get a Lumigen, they think, oh, you when you get that, you don't get variable aspect ratio. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Uh, that, that's, mm. Cause most of the movies, I wasn't a big fan of it. Um, mm. But then you find out. So now it's this. And then, like I said, had this not come to disc until November, it didn't come to disc till November. Had it not dropped on Kaleidoscape, it wouldn't have been a demo scene at Cedia. Mm. I mean, they would Mm -hmm. have used something else. They would have used any of the others. I'm sure they would have demonstrated it. But I think it's, it it was just that talk of Maverick leading up to it, being variable aspect ratio, Mm. Mad VR having a solution to it. And then... It just blew up. And I think that shows, honestly, the power of the consumer, right? And that mm-hmm. we vote by one, Twitter, internet, all of that was one vote and people's purchasing power. I think, right. I think Mad VR sold pretty well in the last few months. I mean, we've had listen. I mean, mm. you know, we've had listeners buy them and I, I know other people have bought them since then. So it's, and, and they're not cheap. No. <laughs> they're not cheap. They're like, I, they're more money than a Lumigen, but they had that feature. So I, I think, I think that's awesome. I think it's super interesting. Mm. So see where it goes. Mm. Um, Johnny speak. Uh, yeah. Oh, and the other, the tweak I did because of that, and it'll, it's going to come up later, but I also tightened up and cleaned up my vertical masking for watching mm. 133 to one ratio. And we'll talk about some movies later that I can't wait to talk about that I used it on, but I tightened that up and, you know, made a little, so it fit in a little bit nice. It got a little bit loose on me. So I had to fix that. So, 
Um, Johnny Speakers, he has a he had a tweak this week that he sent me on a, a DM with some pictures. He said, "Did a tweak I think you'll like. Front stage is completely hidden now." So he had his, on his front stage of his room, he had a speaker sitting out and now he's taken everything and put it behind more stealth-like and everything. And it looks like he sent me some before and after pictures and it looks really nice. And he has a 240 to one screen. So looks really good. Uh, Jonathan. Now this one here is, uh, Jonathan emailed me earlier this week. This is a tweak he did. Uh, and I feel it's a longer email, but, uh, I feel bad but at the same time, we'll talk this through. Uh, but he said, hey, DJ, this weekend I made a tweak to my Sony VPL VW 325ES projector, and I wanted to get your take. As discussed previously on a Takeover Tuesday episode, I had the projector professionally calibrated this year. The calibrator worked in reference mode, and that is the mode that I've been using to watch all streaming and discs. I've always felt that the 4K discs look dark, darker than streaming. I never felt like the 4K discs looked better than streaming, although tried to convince myself they did. The audio was always superior on the discs. This weekend, I had a friend over who is knowledgeable about home theater. We were watching Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and I asked him what he thought of the setup. He said the sound was great, and he loved it. I asked about the picture. He said it feels too dark and not punchy enough. He expressed what I have been thinking for six months, but unwilling to admit doing due to having paid for a professional calibration. We started playing around with different picture modes, eventually landing on Bright Cinema. We both agreed the picture was far punchier in this mode. Jurassic World was pretty much all very dark scenes, but it looked great. We put in Top Gun Maverick. Have you seen this film? To get some bright scenes and decided to increase the color from 50 to 58 for better saturation. All of a sudden, it was like watching a brand new projector. We watched the climactic raid scene and the picture was punchy, colorful, and outstanding. So going forward, I'll be using Bright Cinema for discs. This is an example of home theater mental hurdle where I felt like I had to use the professional settings because they are supposed to be the best and I paid for them even though I really never thought the picture was all that great. I am much happier now with the new settings. Uh, so he goes on to talk about some scenes that he did from there. But one of the things here, and him, uh, Jonathan and I talked about it after, um, his calibrator didn't give him two settings. So when I had mine done, and I have the project, same Sony just a year model earlier, right? And he gave me two settings, one for 4K HDR and one for SDR. And that would brighten things up. And his calibrator didn't do that. So what I had recommended to him here is go in, take all of your color settings, because that's what the calibrator is doing is he's, he's really getting those color points dead on to that triangle. And he's trying to get, that's what's going to base all your other colors off of that. So that you need a professional to do that. Your grayscale, on the other hand, he's going to tweak that as well. He's going to get as close as he can get it. And it's always good to do that. But that's something that you can do with a disc. John and I have talked about this many times. Getting your grayscale, it's just as important as the color, but it's a little bit easier for the user to do. So what I suggested is take all your color settings and copy those over to, say, cinema bright mode. And then if you had a test disc, I use Video Essentials DVD or something like that, try to get your grayscale 
in HDR mode, try to get that to what you want to see for your brightest brights, your darkest starts, and all your grays in between. And <coughs> he's been doing that since, and it's worked for him. He's he's loving what's going on there. But I like what he said here, and it's like it's like that mental hurdle. And I feel bad that he even thought this. And like you said, you do something, you pay some money for it, and you don't want to say anything because you had a mistake. And it's or it's I don't think it's a mistake. I just think I know who his calibrator is. He's in New Jersey. I have another listener that has used him and he's and, and Jim knows him. I don't know what, I don't know why he didn't set it up that way, but he didn't. And it, he didn't make a mistake with the projector, but um, I think he should have had two settings and I feel bad. I know John has had this too. John, you had not this issue, but the mental hurdle thing, right? Where you like, you kept doing the one we laugh about all the time is you kept calibrating your room, but you never right. loaded it, but you didn't know the difference. But you, you think all those times you did it, you thought you saw and heard an improvement, right? right? And it's just, you think you did something and it happens. Do you ever have anything like that, Steve? <laughs> well, I, well, I had, I mean, again, I wonder if that's more to do with projectors rather than a TV, because I, I mean, I had mine professionally calibrated by the, calibrator right. basically in, in 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 well in the country if not you know europe um and uh, i didn't get two settings for that i got different settings depending on different um uh, uh different stuff that's being shown so whether it's sport obviously whether it's you know cinema stuff whether it's Lights games, on, whether it's 3d yeah. all that stuff yeah so i had all those but um but i i wasn't given two different settings whether it would be at 4k or sdr con you know hdr or sdr i right. only got one lot of settings but Again, that's it's in a light controlled environment, so of course there's no it's always gonna be the same. There's no issues with day or night or anything like that. Um and of course the, my particular T V does very well with both. It, it, it right. you know, it does really well both HDR and SDR and, and, and at the time was the was it was the industry standard, was the was the you know, was the, was the benchmark at that time. So I so yeah, I I'm not sure. I I mean I as I said, i I've not been given those two and I've had several calibrations done professionally over the years. Um but ne but again always been in a light controlled room. So yeah. It it I mean I think probably what would have been better might have been if the calibrator had explained to you know the, the the list of the situation and said look this is why i'm giving you this this is why i'm not going to give you two different modes because you don't need it in his opinion or right you know that sort of stuff so perhaps you know having i don't know what sort of dialogue he had with the with the calibrator i mean my chat so, i mean uh, you and you and i've talked about it before my guy said you know i was i was quite prepared to to go and busy myself and then just walk in at the end because right. when i'd had it done before that's what had happened the, the guy said right yeah. see you in a bit close the door five hours later came out and said oh here we go and here's your 3d glasses those are yours don't let anybody else use them because I've, I've calibrated it to that but this particular chap was like where are you going and i said oh yeah i was going to go and have a cup of tea he said no 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 no. sit yourself right there and we're going to talk right and uh, and, and literally great. i mean it was it was it was a master class in in yeah in calibration and then at the end of it then we watched a load of scenes together and and just were just geeked out um so you know i think so perhaps some dialogue with that particular calibrator might have been better to explain the position more and then of course he might have been happier with with the results um well but, but I, don't, I, I, I wouldn't want to put anybody off a calibration though i mean no, I mean, absolutely no. get it done because it makes a big difference this also um, emphasizes i mean you're 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 preaching exactly what i say to people when i recommend mm -hmm. a calibration is get somebody you can talk to 
You know, mm. if they tell you go in the other room, I, I don't want that calibrator because mm. one, you can watch them for a week. You could go on, you know, you know, like a drive through by with them or not drive through a drive along with them and do all drive by. Drive by. Yeah. Don't, don't go on a drive by with them. <laughs> you do a drive along. As your lawyer, with them. I have to recommend against that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's always good to have an attorney, right, John? Yeah. Um, but you could, you could follow him for a, a week, two weeks, a month, and you're not going to be able to do what he does. It's years of, mm. you know, training, it's the equipment, it's all of that. But th for them to talk you through everything and to feel comfortable and to Jonathan's credit, to his calibrator's credit, he has talked to him. He sent me some emails, showed me the discussion they're having. Mm. And so he, they are solving the problem. Um, but mm. it's something that if you're not happy, that's where, like, if I had this issue with me and, and it was Jim, I'd be like, call him right up. And be like, Jim, what's going on? I, this feels weird to me. It's because once the the initial idea of like, I just had this caliber. I remember the first time I had a caliber, I was super psyched, right? Mm -hmm. But once that wore off, if you have any doubts, you should be able to call them and be like, you know, because there's no exchange policy. You'd be like, hey, can I return my calibration? This isn't what I thought it was. <laughs> but they should be able to stand behind it and be like, you know what? Let's set you up with another thing and he he could have walked them through exactly what we talked about um but i i your your scenario steve is perfect it's like that's what i always recommend it's like if you can sit with him while he's calibrating ask questions do this i don't know if his calibrator did that with jonathan or not um but that that's the most important thing and you know this entire podcast is based filled with people that just want to talk home theater and i think a lot of the calibrators are like that too yeah. Well, also, I think that, that, that that issue in that particular case might have been resolved better by doing what, what my chap did, which was, you know, yeah. right after the calibration's done, let's watch some films. You know, I mean, he, and, we, and we did. We, we watched, we went through all these movies. Yeah. Um, and he was saying, you know, like Jim did with you, you know, going to particular scenes, going, now look at what the detail there, look at what you can see there, look at how it was before. And and so if he'd done that perhaps with, with, with Jonathan, then it may be that then he could, then Jonathan can say, well, that does look a little bit dark. Yeah. And then, of course, there's a dialogue there, so it could have been resolved then and there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's hard to know, isn't it, without that? But you absolutely should, and you must. I mean, if you're paying, I don't know how much a, a calibration costs. A few hundred, hundreds, 500, yeah. something like that. Well, this it's was, usually yeah, right it around was, there, three to 500. Yeah, it, was, it was about four, 450 pounds here, so yeah. that would have been pushing, what, then probably about, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so, so you know, I mean, he had to come a long way but uh, and spend the whole day doing it. Um, but it was it was well worth it. And if you're spending that money, you, you, should, you should feel that you can, one, ask questions, and two, be happy with what you've got. Yeah. Um, and, and if you're not, then absolutely you should be able to raise it and, and have issues with it. Um, but fortunately, other than, you know, the guy that did it years ago who, who just locked himself in the cinema room, the old one, um, you know, I, I didn't particularly care because I was really pleased with what he did, and I knew that he was a very experienced chap, but it was much better being able to sit down and, and just yeah. geek out and, oh, yeah. and just have this just masterclass, um, and that gives you confidence in the work they're doing, and also, you know, yeah. you make a friend, and, and you know, and Vincent Tio is the guy that did it, He you know, he, he's been brilliant ever since, and also, I've had some issues since with updates on the TV and, and on the DVD player, you know, yeah. the 4K player, and then thought, oh my God, I did, you know, because he, he sent me the, 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 the stuff, he sent me a printout of all the different, um, he emailed it, uh, which I've long since lost, and I felt awful about it. <laughs> 
but he but I've been able I know I don't believe you me I said oh my god but I was able to tweet him and, and DM him and email him and ring him and he's been like yeah yeah no worries let's go through it and and he's been able to do it you know absolutely no problem ever since so yeah dialogue is the key isn't it ongoing absolutely. dialogue absolutely yeah. absolutely so all right that, that was a fun tweaks of the week. We had a few of them. So if uh, listeners, yeah, have sorry, tweaks... I didn't check in on I didn't check in on Steven Spielberg's theater this week. Sorry, guys, I I have <laughs> failed. Damn. Oh. Damn, sorry. Uh, let's see. Um, let's all right. Let's move right along to now. We're here. I've got them. So let's uh, listeners' experiences this week. What are we up to? Uh, we had. Uh, what's this interesting? We have an email here. We're going to skip that for time. That's just a, not a listener, just a comment I got. All right. YouTube, Matt Nelson commenting on Top Gun Maverick uh, home theater experience of the year. He says the physical disc is much cleaner in the than the streaming versions. Can't stop demoing it for people and may have to purchase a completely separate UHD player dedicated to source on my AVR and would name it Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> I love it. You've always got it ready to go. Just leave it loaded all the time. Just, just ready to go. Um, that's, oh, Matt, what I would suggest if you're going to go crazy like that get two kaleidoscapes and have one just dedicated <laughs> to the scenes of Maverick. You could make them all and you could just jump right out. <laughs> no, don't. Voices of reason. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly that. You wouldn't have to, you just have to, you could just yeah. dedicate, like you could just jump out at any time and watch every scene. Uh, Top Gun, another comment on Top Gun Maverick. Uh, Raphael says, hey, all, should I wait for the Blu-ray disc or UHD disc that is already available? I will be using a PS5 for Blu-ray, which allows for Dolby True HD. I will be watching this on a Samsung 8K TV at 65 inches. Have not watched any Top Gun movies to this date and am waiting for a disc version to be released. I know my setup is not optimal, but I hand-built my theater, and I have much to learn. Thanks. Um, my recommendation, I would say, always get the the future-proof one. Get the right. best one that they have, and you know, get the 4K UHD, and whatever capabilities you can pull out of that, you use that. Um, and that that's my recommendation. What do you think, guys? I agree. Yeah. I mean, does the, does the American version, because I think the British one only has the 4K disc. So it's not like, I mean, as I, before I had one 4K player, I was buying 4K discs that had the Blu-rays okay. with them so that I could still watch those and then be future proof. But I've got a feeling Paramount in particular are only doing the 4K disc yeah, and the Blu-ray separately. Good point. So you might not be able to future proof it as much as, you know, you should. Yeah. Um, and the I, PS5, I I'm not familiar. Does the PS5... Well, this play 4k well, i was just say this the u.s yeah. disc only yeah, has does. the 4k version it so, does there you go yeah. so yeah so mm, so uh, not ideal i mean I, I would wait i mean yeah the ps5 will, will play 4k it, it will do 4k discs so um oh, so you should be okay with yeah, that yeah you should yeah, be all right I, at least i'm i think i think so. sure. yeah it does yeah, I, yeah. I, I've, I've already got the digital version so i <laughs> yeah. i don't use that for discs at all but, right yeah. but i i know the ps5 does 4k mm -hmm. okay all right, so, so def, that, that's what I would say. And if you, you haven't seen any Top Gun Maverick at all, a Top Gun at all, um, yeah. Get the two-pack. Get the two-pack. Yeah. Two, 
and mm. uh and then you'll have a really fun experience because the first one doesn't hold up compared to the second one not in the home theater uh, they're both great mm, movies. no not compared to the second one no it's, not it's at all. <laughs> a good disc on it's in its own right yeah, yeah. But yes it's um, a good film it's still a great yeah. movie it still you know yeah, needs absolutely. to be seen you know, get yourself the two pack, some cheap aviators, and borrow DJ's jumpsuit, and you'll be uh, you're, you go. you're good to go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Did you find that, by the way, DJ? Did, did no, you find that? I know. You know when I'm going to find it when I'm getting the Christmas decorations down, or when you're moving, or when I'm moving. You're moving. Exactly. Um, Bateman commenting on the Batman home theater experience with Ralph Potts says, "Love this. Been reading Ralph's reviews for years." Thanks, Bateman. Appreciate that. Uh, Ralph will be back on fairly soon. We're going to be doing a wrap-up for the year. Talk to him today. He's doing well. Might be heading to Canada. No, no, he's not heading to Canada. That's Brent. He's got plans for the holidays. Let's put it that way. Ralph does. Um, anyways, not, break it, not heading for the border for any other reason. No, no. no that's somebody else. In, out in Midterms California. are over. And, uh, yeah. No, no, no. Vacation. Vacation. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. John, John Rudd says... Uh, Legal Beagle, Brightside HT, last night's film shown in Cinema Den, a movie. So this is also, this is Jonathan, as a matter of fact, sorry. Uh, a movie I've always loved and I've seen many times over the years. The Blu-ray looked great, especially some fantastic colors and a clean image. Sound was fine. I, mean, I got to open it to see which movie he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, I can't oh, remember. Joe versus the Volcano. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. So. I haven't seen that since it came out. Uh, yeah, I think I saw that on like HBO yeah. back in the day on television. But yeah, mm. I remember that movie. It was fun. Mm. Uh, let's see. A dark premise though, isn't it? The whole thing that he's going to kill himself by throwing himself <laughs> yeah. into a volcano. Uh, yeah. Perfect, exactly. perfect comedy material. Yeah. Leading right. into the holidays. Can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah. uh, it works for Gollum. It can work for anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Van, Van Gool on uh, on YouTube. Christmas Vacation and Story, my favorite. My family loves to watch them every year, each year. I was like you growing up and decorated our house each Christmas. My grandfather made a snowman family out of wood we used. Do you like Scrooge, Deck the Halls, or the Santa Claus with <coughs> Santa Claus with John Lithgow? Uh, which one's that? I don't know that one. With John I'm Lithgow. I'm familiar with that either. No, I like Scrooge quite a bit. I love um, Scrooge. Yeah, the Bill Murray. Yeah, the Bill yeah. Murray one's Bill great. Murray. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. fantastic movie. Uh, mm. Deck the Halls. Which one's that? I don't remember that one either. No, I. I mean, I'm no expert on Christmas films. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I. Oh, clearly, oh, clearly, uh, yes. not either. Uh, the, I'm not either. Uh, and Santa. Oh, and or the Saint. He said the Santa Claus. Like I know the Santa Claus with Tim mm, Allen. That Tim Allen. That's Tim Allen. Uh, yeah, right? I loved that movie. I saw that in the theaters. I love that movie. Uh, but I'm not familiar with the John Lithgow Santa Claus. No. Mm. So, um, but yeah, I love all those. Uh, let's see what else. What's this one? PT, my top 4K movies uh, to showcase the sound system are Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, Aquaman, Bumblebee, Captain Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel, Ford v. Ferrari, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, Incredibles 2, Incredible Hulk, Jurassic World, Justice League, Legend of Hercules, Life, Kong Skull, Kong, 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 Skull Island, Kong. Maze Runner, Maze Runner Death Cure, 
Uh, Midway, Steve. Moonfall, Ready Player One, Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2, Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars The Phantom Menace, Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Top Quite the list. It, I know. Yeah, just listing everyone in his collection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Top Blu-ray, House of Flying Daggers and Need for Speed. <laughs> top, so, top DVD, top yeah. VHS, uh, yeah, I was top Beta, like, Beta Max, Kaleidoscope. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, all of that. My, my is, Master. I'm like, that's a lot of demos for sound, you know, for your sound system. But yeah, it's like, but he's never at a loss. I think no, there's always something in that. Blindly list, right? pick off the shelf. <laughs> it's like, this is going to be great. But that's awesome. That's, I Just never it. go around to his house for a quick look at the cinema room. You're going <laughs> to no. be there for weeks. <laughs> Is that a bad thing, though, Steve? No. Well, just take your lunch. That's all I'm saying. Take some lunch. <laughs> I was just going to yeah. say, pack a lunch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's great. That's great. Um, <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, let's see. Hi, DJ. Rand, this is uh, Randy. Enjoyed. Hi, DJ. Enjoyed listening to your latest podcast and your take on one of my favorite movies, First Blood. It was ironic that in the scene you were talking about that the sheriff was suggesting Rambo move on to Canada. They were, in fact, in the town of Hope, British Columbia, where the film was shot. Mm. Hope is a small whistle-stop town about uh, about a 90-minute drive north of Vancouver and is at the southern end of the, southern end of the scenic Frazier River Canyon, so they would have had lots of good terrain for the survival scenes. There is a Rambo statue in the town, not as well known as the one depicting Rocky. Stallone movies seem to be memorialized. I live 500 <laughs> miles north of Hope in Prince George, and I and we have a connection to the movies as well. Reindeer Games was filled that filmed there. A terrible movie, but with Big stars, Ben Affleck, Charlize Theron, and Gary Sinise. A much better movie, Double Jeopardy, starring Ashley Judd and Tommy Lee, had all the prison scenes shot in the correctional prison, which was conveniently vacated because a new one had just been built. I was thinking how a, a love for movies brings such diverse people together, like a lawyer from England, a car painter from Boston, and a retired laborer from Prince George. And a comic book store owner. <laughs> it's like, yeah. look at this. It's crazy. So he's like, kind of cool, huh? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, I was thinking, it, I'm not a retired laborer. No, yeah, I was thinking that, that too. What, was like, what does he know that I don't know? Just... Yeah, exactly. John's like, I've never labored a day in my yeah, life. Yeah, I've never labored at all a day in my life. <laughs> I resent that. Uh, yeah, it is, uh... it, is diver- it is funny. Like all the different people that you in in home theater i love that last line um mm. that about like just the diverse crowd that you get mm. and it's it, it but i think that that's with everything though really yeah. um it's i think it's a little bit more noticeable in home theater because it's such a smaller community and you're like do we have a plumber in here right <laughs> like, you know do we have this and it's like you know so it's a little bit different whereas most things they're so so big you expect diversity anyways, but even when you get down to the nitty gritty like this, you're like, I'm sure there's a plumber listening. Um, but yeah. And, in and, and, uh, first blood, it's so much fun, so much fun. And it's so, great getting knows. all those facts. 
Yeah, so, someone else mentioned in one of the, the YouTube comments to the podcast last week about um, that it was that it was shot up in up in Canada and that yeah, <clears throat> and that it was in hope and that that was set. So they think they say it's the Rockies, um, but but again, I so I looked at where it said and it seems to still be the kind of Pacific Northwest ish. So I think we were broadly right. Um, yeah, yeah, but that's, um, that's why I said in the Northwest. So it's in the United mm, States, and that's what they said in mm. the Rockies. So, and to be fair, at the beginning, when he walks in, when you first see him walk into town, there is a sign above it that says "Welcome to Hope," which I always thought was perhaps yeah. ironic, but perhaps it, it perhaps it, yeah, it actually no, is the name of it the it place is. itself. Right. I, right. I thought it was ironic, and it, it, do you know what? That, the sign of that always looks like it's slightly skewed. It's really hard. The, the, the sign looks like it's it's not. Not set right to the point right. where I thought it was a it was a, it was a special effect. Or someone had just dropped that in, thinking it was quite yeah. a clever thing. It doesn't look the, the 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 angle on it doesn't look right. It looks like it's straight at the camera, and it's yeah. on an angle. It's really weird. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's a tiny little things. I've seen it so many times. I um, know. And so, uh, but yeah, I, but still, fantastic, fantastic film, which doesn't get enough credit. I think all the sequels to Rambo, which I know have got a special place in your heart, DJ, and I like I like them. Uh, far from Last Blood, perhaps, which is a not great, um, yeah. but I think the first one is a, is a stone it's, cold American cinema classic. Yes, and, and and as good as the other ones are, and they are fun, but the, the, the first Blood is an absolute stunner. Well, that's really, just it. Really the, the rest of them are fun. First Blood mm, isn't yeah. fun. It's not no. fun, and especially at the time it came out, it wasn't meant to be fun. It was meant as a statement. Right? right and it, mm. and that's what made it so so great mm. and to this day and now we've taken it because of the other ones and turned it into mm. maybe like an action you know like hey this mm. is, but it's not an 80s action movie at all no, there's no, I mean, there are no jokes in that there are no one-liners in it there are no it's not a no you know if, if you might say it's a remnant from the 70s i mean it was out yeah. in what 80 81 yeah it came out in 80 yet, so they filmed it yeah, in the 70s yeah and it's got it's got that that dark 70s aesthetic that nihilistic sort of approach to it and yet it just spanned the the, the into the new decade um it's not till you get to rambo 2 of course first blood part 2 where you get the embracing the the, the 80s and all its Access and yeah. you know, I mean, you, you know, even asks him in that film, isn't it? What year is it? And he, and he sort of says it's 1985. Yeah, and it's all it's it's that you know, it's that really embracing it. Oh, but he's yeah, jacked. He's yeah, it's yeah. I mean, yeah. it's and he's yeah, not it's he's not in first success. Blood. Yeah, it's the eighties mm, yeah, success. That's so. such, and also the other thing with first blood, it just very quickly because I know you're going to do a first blood podcast, so we don't need to go into it too much now. <laughs> but he, is is the lack of the lack of deaths in that film. It got, oh, yeah. it got a lot of notoriety over here for, for its violence and the suggestion of like the, the body count. And yet only one person dies in that film. And yeah. that's and only as a result of his own actions and in clear self-defense. Um, so, you know, as a lawyer, I, you know, I would say. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so only one person dies and that's it. And yet people just, you know, just seem to think there's a massive body count in that film because of all the stuff that comes after. So, right. Anyway, yeah. Was. As a matter. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm. And it's yeah. Mm. And that's, and that's a great point. Cause there's been a lot of like star Wars had millions of people die. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's cool with that. <laughs> but one guy dies. That's, you know, at mm. the, by the time he does, you're like, you kind of don't like him anyways. Um, not okay, that that's okay, yeah. but that's the point of the character. And that's why he did it. Mm. Like you said, he did it to himself. So, mm. um, anyway, yeah, <laughs> sorry, Justin on YouTube uh, talking about our DTS uh, versus Atmos con uh, conversation that we had, difference between DTSX and Dolby Atmos with um, Jurassic World Dominion. 
And uh, he says, great content. I enjoyed the conversation. First time I've listened to this channel, but I would love some type of chapter attachments to the video. I don't often have time to listen to two and a half hour podcasts, unfortunately. And uh, I replied right away as soon as I got this to him. And I said, uh, his name's Justin. I was like, thank you for the feedback. Uh, If you listen, if you look at our latest two videos and our, um, and our podcast, you'll see I put chapters in and now I am, I'm not only doing chapters for each segment, but I'm also adding in each movie. So you can jump directly to the movie that you want to talk, you want to listen to. Mm. Um, I understand we love doing this and not everybody has the time to sit and listen to the two and a half hours, but you know, you, you go through the chapters and you can see, if you see a movie you like, click on that and you're off and running. So Great minds think alike, Justin. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Next up, uh, Justin again. Great video. I like Jeff, and so far I seem to agree with a lot of his favorites, etc. He should get a YouTube channel, and it was me and Jeff talking about the best 4K uh, HD experience of 2022 so far, and he's so he's talking about Jeff from H uh, H uh, H. Uh, <laughs> H D what report HDR HD report is a website. So, um, if you like that, Justin, you're going to love the end of the year. Cause we do a wrap up of the 10 top home theater experiences of 2022. It's me, Jeff and, uh, Ralph Potts. And we'll be doing that Maverick, again this year. Maverick, Maverick. <laughs> yeah. 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 It'll be like one through six. It'll be the six scenes from maverick and then i'll throw something in (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, number one top number two gun number three mav (laughs) number four er number five rick (laughs) (laughs) there you go no i'm usually we've done it the last couple of years and i'm usually the one that throws a streaming in because they're the (laughs) disc guys and they do all and they're like you know i'll be like hey get onto the streaming and, and the last couple of years has been, or the last year, I think they were a little bit more amenable to it, but, um, but I'm all about the experiences. I don't care where it comes from too. Yeah. Mm. You know, cause you mm. had stranger things four. Yep. That was a rings of power. So mm. yeah. Rings of power and house of the dragon, house of the dragon, yep. house mm. of the dragon is another one. So yeah, it was great. So we'll have that. So he will be back on, but he's super busy to even be able to get to, uh, get to my show never mind do his own um all right already did that one we talked about john uh for lawrence of arabia vibe installs says rambo first blood was filmed partially in hope british columbia in canada so the terrain is the rocky mountains also love the coca-cola gear love the star wars collection john (laughs) would love to show you my collection one day on the show Come on, send me the pictures. We'll do a takeover Tuesday and I'll put it out to the green room. They'll be able to see that. And if you want, I I can make the video as well. Cheers, you guys. I love the podcast. Home Alone is a great movie. You need to give it a chance, DJ. (laughs) I I agree with that. The, the, the emails, the DMs, the tweets I got. That's why I went to Mastodon. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I was like, leave me alone. It was like. I'm like, and the people like, it's awesome. You got to see it. Okay. First off, I'm going to stop. The problem is now it won't be awesome. It's because, never been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's never that's been. That's the whole thing. Not it's for like, a 20 year old guy. It's, it's it'll like, be built up so much 
because mm-hmm. of that that you won't ever enjoy it. No. I, and it's like, uh, there's way too much good stuff going on for me to watch a little kid running around. trip. Did you see, um, <laughs> and it, it's funny, it's popping up everywhere on me. Did you see the, um, Chappelle on Saturday Night Live? No. And he was talking about one of the things he said in it, he was talking about um, how Ukraine is really doing a great job at defending themselves. He goes, he goes, I can't believe Russia's losing to these people. He goes, it'd be like the United States losing in a war to Colorado. And he goes, and at the beginning, Ukraine had no weapons. He goes, so they were just defending themselves with stuff around the house. He goes, it was like a scene out of Home Alone. He goes, the Russians are grabbing hot doorknobs and getting hit in the face with a rake. And I'm like, oh, come on. Chappelle's on me now, too. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Uh, it's, it is worth seeing, even ironically. I know. You know just just, just give it a go. I don't want to give in, but people are just, it's just so funny. It's it like is the, super fun. Like, it's just a fun movie. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, we're All not right. going to tell you anything that the million emails and DMs didn't already <laughs> I <tell> know. You. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like, come on. If you, you haven't can't... watched it this week, you're, you're uh, not going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If I'll tear myself away from my next, my millionth viewing of Star Wars, maybe I'll. Yeah. <laughs> Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> Maverick, yeah. Right, cut down on one viewing of Maverick and just watch Home Alone. <laughs> uh, G. Cornell, early on, t- talking about my Takeover Tuesday conversation for, with Joe on Tuesday, he says, early on in the conversation about buying a new projector every year, selling your low-mileage projector and uh, bulb versus laser, concern was expressed about doing so with laser and the amount of hours on it. Um, and he sent me a link of like 2000 hours, so it shouldn't be an issue. And that's what we were saying in the thing. It's like, if you have a laser projector and you keep it for a year and you sell it, you should have enough mileage on it. You got a decent value out of it, but it brings up a, like an idea that if you keep this thing for five years, you might still have five years on it, but you really have no equity left in that projector to sell it. Cause somebody it's a laser projector and it's like, what are you going to get for it trying to sell it? Because it's pretty close to the end of its life and you can't just change the bulb. Mm. Whereas a five-year-old bulb projector, you could four or five years, you could sell that and say fresh bulb and this thing's ready to rock, right? Mm. Laser so, so just goes. Laser... <laughs> so it degrades over time, does it? Yeah. Well, they all do. Bulbs and lasers will degrade over time. Lasers just wow. far slower. But it's got something like 15,000 hours. like. 20. I, I think I figured out with mine, like, I would have to watch it for 10 hours a day, seven days a week for, like, nine years straight before. <laughs> I think it's, like, for you. Sounds like a challenge. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right, exactly. <laughs> challenge accepted. Right. But, <laughs> but but that's the thing. It's, like, yours is also, it, it's a lot cheaper than these 12000 well, 16000 models, is. right? Yeah, so, like, right. a lot of us buy televisions for 3000 4000 $5,000, in five years from now, you're not selling. It's like, it's outdated, right? right? So that's right. an acceptable. Goes out on the patio and you buy a new one. <laughs> right. But to take a $16,000 projector, that's a laser. <clears throat> and you're like, five years from now, you're like, well, it's got a half its life left. Right. It's not a huge market on that. No. Cause I'd just rather mm. go get the latest and greatest anyways. So it's just mm. an interesting conversation. Cause you can't, re- mm. supposedly you can, but there's a lot of people are saying that they say you can, but they don't tell you how how much it's like crazy money just to replace the laser um well, so yeah, generally not worth it exactly yeah. you're just better that, off that buying is news to me 
Yeah, I, I'm surprised at that. I just figured naively that that one of okay. the benefits of laser over a over a bulb projector is you wouldn't have to replace the 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 you know the the display um, implement itself. So that's yeah, the that's, idea. Uh, that's, yeah, that's the really idea. Surprised. Ideally, you mm. wouldn't. I mean, because mm. like mine, I get running on high lamp mode probably around two thousand to twenty five hundred hours on a bulb. Mm before I would have a noticeable difference. So I try to change it before 2000, because if I change it around 2000, I barely notice a, if I even notice, I changed it last year and I was at 2100 and I didn't even notice a difference. I thought I was going to get a brighter image and I was like, yeah, it's still like, the same. But yeah, again, I'll do a technology upgrade way before the laser wears out, mm. you know? Right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and that is the Like point. I'll replace so it you are because right, of Steve. new equipment. Mm. Yeah, know, way yeah. before, just, way before just, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. I didn't think lasers degraded like that, and yet they don't in, you know, Blu-ray players or disc players. That the laser, I suppose, it's a shorter throw laser, isn't it? But they don't degrade in the same way, do they? They don't. The picture quality from those doesn't change. So I'm surprised that it would yeah. in a projector. But I, not that I'm in any way really understanding. I think the even no, or, even even <laughs> TVs they they do mm. degrade over time. They will get, mm. they will lose their brightness over time. Mm. Um, mm. Just not as great as like on a bulb, on a projector. A yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Everything has a lifespan. Um, yeah. It's just, as you know. All right. Uh, let's see. We have Paul, Paul Vanderwall, who was also, he was on HT tours. Uh, I did an HT tour of his basement theater. Uh, he added, he said, hello, DJ, hope all is well. I finally got everything fixed or installed. So I thought I would give an update, um, room updates, acoustic panels. I love how the room looks now with them up. The sound improvement was there, but very little, I guess I made so many changes. It's hard to know what helped. I would say that I get better separation and some finer details come through. I'm glad I put them up and thanks for your help. I would have liked to have tested it faster than I did, but the Marantz took almost two and a half months to get back. So it's hard to know or hear the difference. Uh, moving Atmos speakers and bed layer speakers. I moved the Atmos speakers over one floor joist and moved the bed layers down about a foot. It made the soundstage larger and I got better separation, added acoustic materials inside the boxes for the Atmos speakers. And that really helped with getting a fuller sound from them. Running four subs, not a huge improvement, but it was there. The difference was like being punched by Mike Tyson when he was in his 20s versus the end of his career. <laughs> I love that analogy. <laughs> yeah, because I still don't want to be punched by Mike Tyson. No, I don't want it today. Uh, exactly. He'll be on his deathbed, and I'm like, I'm right. staying arm's length away. Right. Um, they both had a good punch, but with, a, with four, it really gave some more realism and evenness to the base that was not there before the wall of boxes. To me, it seemed to tighten the base up a bit. I don't have it. He said the home theater experience. He goes, I don't have any type of frame of reference to know if my, my room sounds good or bad, but to me, it sounds fantastic. It's all that matters. That's me interjecting, uh, watching Top Gun Maverick sounded great and without a doubt better than the theater did. Watching Rings of Power also was an invigorating home theater experience. Rings of Power, to me, is a great show. I don't understand the negative reviews. What else could you ask for? Other than Game of Thrones, this show is equally epic, if not a little more. It's an episode-based show, not a movie. It has to be a little slow in parts, and that it has to be a little slow in parts, and that's fine by me. 
I will watch season after season if they keep making it. On Steve's recommendation, I did watch Only the Brave, and it's as great a home theater experience and good movie. Thanks, Steve. Lastly, for home theater experience is Jurassic Park World Dominion. Wow. What a movie. The sound was unbelievable. This is where I really noticed the extra subs in my room. When the dinosaurs walked and the bass was... And the bass from their feet hitting the ground sounded like they were in my room. Of course, the butt kicker helps with that, too. It's four subs and butt kickers. Uh, (laughs) I also found the movie to be very entertaining. The scene with them in the plane and the pterodactyl flies overhead and it starts damaging the plane is a great Atmos scene. The scene Claire is in the tree and the dinosaur is walking around is also top-notch Atmos. Keep up the great work. Until next time, Paul. So um, yeah. I agree on so all four, those four, points. F- four subs, a butt kicker, and a very busy chiropractor. Right? <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> it's, yeah it, um, he did. Remember, he heard us back. No. Did you know that? Yeah. No, no. He well, heard, now no. So his Morantz went down. When we did the home mm. theater tours, he had all, just to give everybody an idea, he had all concrete cinder block walls in his room Mm -hmm. and then curtains and nothing behind the curtain. So he's getting reflections from here, sound going there. And Mm -hmm. he was subbing out all these different center channels because he was losing. And I suggested room treatments and he did Mm -hmm. that. And that's the one thing he didn't mention here. Um, Paul, let me know what you think of your center channel performance. Now that you've added the room treatments, if you're, if you're, if it's clearer dialogue, because that's what my intention for that was. Um, but all that bass that he's getting, that extra bass, what he did is he took the boxes that his subwoofers came in and he stuffed them full of insulation and put them, created this big back wall behind his curtain that he has behind him. So all that extra bass that should be reverberating is going right in there and just dying. So he's just getting all of that good direction, like right away, boom, clean, clean (laughs) bass. And I mean, that's giant bass traps. And so he's getting that, and that's what gives you that punch. And it's going to feel like it went away a little bit because you're losing some of that reverberation, but you're getting the solid bass that you should get, like when you're outdoors and at a concert and you're getting all that bass and you feel that big punch in the chest. Um, I think it all sounds really good. And, and, and mm-hmm. as far as having no frame of reference, none mm-hmm. of us do. That's what, Right. We all like, I think this is what I want. I'm like, mm-hmm. how many theaters have we been in other than going to the theater? And if you think it's better than what you had at the theater, that's your frame of reference. And if you love mm-hmm. it, that's it. But how did he hurt his back? Hit moving his theater around. Because, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Wasn't actually the, it wasn't actually the, the, the NFE doing it then. Going right no, 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 no. <laughs> he hurt his back because his Morantz went down. And that's what stinks is like, like he said, I wish I had like a quicker a B test. Like you, you fix mm. the room and then test it right away. Well, he went mm. to test it and his Morantz died. So we had to send it out <laughs> oh. for repairs. It took two months to get it back. So here we are two months later, but in those two months, he can't just sit still. He loves his theater and he just played with it. And he did all of these improvements and he's moving stuff around. He hurt his back right after he talked to me too. We were talking about it and he's like, hurt his back. So he was out. He was like out mm. from doing anything like that for a couple of weeks. So Can't it's the price we pay. Help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, 
All right. But I'm glad, he, I'm glad he enjoyed Only the Brave, though. And you guys do need to see that. It's I, well I, worth yeah. watching. I was going to try to get to it this week. I just didn't. Mm. I just didn't. Yeah. It's, on, it's in my queue, if you will. Yeah, it, it genuinely is worth seeing. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great film. I'm glad he enjoyed it. I'm finding when someone says to me, on your recommendation I watched, is, <laughs> is when they pause – is I you know my heart skips a beat right <laughs> yeah I, I I had a friend ring me this morning and said on your recommendation <clears throat> I watched Clerks three and I'm like yeah don't don't let's not have a pause there tell me what right. you thought tell of me. it <laughs> yeah those and pauses said, are devastating yeah, aren't they yeah. he, he said I, t- I turned it off after ten minutes <laughs> <laughs> and and then said that's ten minutes I'm not getting back and I'm like oh well I'm sorry I recommended that <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and it's like so. Do you, do you see that? Are you getting that appreciation of like our first interaction where we Mm. weren't friends yet? And it's (laughs) our first interaction was you telling me through social media that Midway wasn't good. And I loved it. That's not your fault. (laughs) I know, but when you're in, it's my new podcast. I'd only been out for a few months and I'm like, this is one of my first interactions. And one of my listeners that took the time to listen is like, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's scary oh. it's like yeah, no well. but you know it's it takes time and then, yeah but then i mean to your credit you didn't just turn me off you just you just no, said no. oh no i i like what he had to say i just think he's all wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i did it with a velvet glove yeah oh yeah <laughs> it tickled <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, so funny but see it's a lot easier doing it now with you guys you're my mm. support. So, yeah. and we safe support space. each other. Safe so space, you can no. say, stay space. space. Yeah. You're yeah. my support. I'm your support. You like something. Hey, not a fan of malignant, but it's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's never well, going you, away. Yeah. Now that you're getting the grief with home alone, now you know how I feel when exactly. people start talking about the fifth element and everyone says, it's great. It's amazing. Oh, and I'm thinking, oh, you've never I, seen I feel, it. I thought you no, saw I have it. seen it. I just oh, okay. hated it. Yeah, yeah, but it's but I'm the one person in the world that didn't like it, and you're the one person in the world who doesn't want to see or doesn't like Home Alone without having seen it. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I'm the one person. I mean, that thing's crazy, like popular, mm. like and it I'm just loved. I just never yes. had a desire. I'm not saying it's bad, or I just never had a desire. Nothing could pull me into it. And I love John last week. That's just the trailer. Yeah, the thing that's supposed to pull you into the theater. It didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. That's it for listener experiences this week. Um, thank you to everybody for chiming in. And uh, we ready to get to our experiences because Steve's already here. So we don't have yep. to go across the pond. We're doing it. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. We're not even doing that. We're, I, I, I'm skipping a beat here. Good thing I have that there. Yeah, We're doing 4K uh, releases, right? 4K yeah. releases. I have to pull that mm-hmm. up. All right. And let's also, get don't to forget, these. you've got some discs to give away as well. Great call, Steve. You were drowned out by the background music. Say that again, and we'll do. Sorry, it. I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, I just yeah, I, I got a bit panicky there for a moment. Me, um, me too. Don't forget, yeah, just it's all gone quiet. There are um discs, 4K discs to give away, or some yeah, things to give away. 4K discs. All right, this concussion so, kicked in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought you said, something's happened. It's frozen. <laughs> I heard you. I don't think anybody else did because I had no, the sounder so going. Sorry. 
for 4K <laughs> releases. So uh, with 4K releases, we have right now, before we get to what's coming out on Tuesday, uh, what's that? The What's the date on Tuesday? Uh, 22nd. 22nd. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tuesday the 22nd. Um, before we get to that, we have already... Um, Johnny Speakers has claimed Top Gun Maverick from last week. Uh, and Dan, I meant to write it in. I didn't write it in. Dan has already claimed Spears and Munsell Blu-ray from Nelson. <laughs> okay. So those are gone. But for this week, what we still have available, nobody has claimed Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, nobody has claimed Star Trek II Ratha Khan 4K, the new 4K release. And no, and that's it so far that hasn't been claimed, but here's some new ones that we have to give away. And I'm going to shout these out and back it up if you didn't hear them all, but I'm going to give a bunch away. Cause I have up to, I have over 20 here, uh, for discs F nine, four K. This is a disc. This is the act. Actually, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. No, it isn't. <laughs> It is not. <laughs> the script. It's, it's, uh, oh, see, let me slide this over. This is not the disc. <laughs> this, is, this is not the disc you were looking for. I'm sorry. F9 book. is digital. These are all digital right now. Ah. F9, digital, available. You want it? You got it. Just all you got to do is contact me in any form. Just the first person to contact me in any form. If you want to run to my house and ring my doorbell, knock yourself out. Um, Number four. Edge of Tomorrow 4K digital uh, code. Looper 4K digital code. Big one. Huge. The disc set of Star Trek 4K for movie collection. Okay. This is the disc set. It will be mailed out to you. But it's the 4K collection. It's the one that came out previous to what's out right now. So if you're kind of a Star Trek fan and you want that. Uh, and those, um, the last three came from Nelson. He's, um, he's culling his, uh, collection and F9 4k. Thank you to Justin Van Camp. He put that one out there. So any of those right there, let me know. And I will also give away a, uh, a Top Gun Maverick from John. Thank you, John. Gave me the Top Gun me? Maverick code, digital code. So we're doing that one. And I am going to give away my Top Gun Maverick disc. That will be mailed out to you. Uh, any of the discs, please, uh, sorry, United States only. So that me and not only me, but Nelson's mailing his out. And <laughs> you already have it, Steve. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to be giving out the, my disc, which has the code in it. I was thinking of giving that out separately, but I don't want to do that just in case somebody uses it. So you'll get the disc, my disc, because I'm going to be getting another one anyways. Um, and because I'm getting the collection soon. So uh, those are, so we got two Top Gun Mavericks, a disc and a digital and all the other ones. If you don't know what they are, back up the podcast and listen again. All right. Those are our giveaways for this week. And I still have plenty more for next week and the week after that. And people are donating like crazy. And I appreciate everybody's donations and we'll uh we'll keep this thing a rolling that's a lot of fun thank you very much um all right now where now i've got to get to what is being released this on tuesday 
Uh, Tuesday, November 22nd. Wall E in 4K from 2008. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles from 1987. And according to um, Ralph Potts, I have to say, mm-hmm. I have to give a, a warning. Um, not a very good cut. Not a very good mm-hmm. release. You, you're shaking your head, Steve. You, you agree? You've heard I, the same. I've already, I've already, yeah, I've seen it several t- in several places, and I've already pre-ordered it. I can't quite bring myself to cancel it, though. I love that film so much. I do too. I read a good review yesterday, Did you? though. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. So, okay. I mean, that doesn't mean it's good. You know, because mm-hmm. there's been a lot of negative reviews, but yeah. I actually did read a fairly positive review on it yesterday. Okay. Yeah, Bill Bill Hunt on the digital bits was saying that it, there are some decent, there are some good bits in it. It's not a complete waste, but uh, yeah. Well, Ralph said but, if um, if you, I think it has all the extras in it, the extra scenes mm-hmm. and stuff like yeah, that. And it's, scenes, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said it's worth it for that. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I'm, just, I'm still going to pick it up too because it's 21 bucks, I think, for pre-order. So yeah, mm-hmm. cheap enough just for the. Just for the added bits. Yeah. And and I don't actually own it in Blu-ray, so. Oh, you don't? I think I have it in Blu-ray. Um, yeah, I've got the Blu-ray. I had it on it's... DVD, but I got rid of all yeah. my DVDs. Such a great <laughs> so, movie. Yeah. That was a big movie be... when I was working in the video store when I was a kid. And when that came mm-hmm. I remember when that came out, everybody wanted to rent that. It was such a great holiday movie. And I remember when it came out, I was like, this is a holiday movie? I didn't even. No, it was a Thanksgiving. Yeah, movie. yeah, it was. Home for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, it's about as hot. But I didn't. Think, I saw it in the theater. It, it's and as I didn't Thanksgiving as Die Hard is Christmas. So <laughs> it's actually, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It is exactly that. It is um, such a good film. Yeah. Those aren't pillows. Um, <laughs> no, it's brilliant. It's yeah. still the. It's still the scene. That scene into the um, to the rental car lady. That's just. I mean. Oh just, God! It yeah. comes out of nowhere. There's no bad language in that film before. And there's no language after. It's just that one scene. I mean, can you imagine pitching that to the studio? Can you imagine that going, uh, we've got this scene? <laughs> yeah. It must have been like you were out of your mind. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh, I forget who the comedian was that did one like that, but it's so funny. Uh, all right. Malcolm X in 4K coming from 1992. Um, that's with Denzel Washington. That's definitely... Mm. I think I'm going to grab that. I hope that pops up mm. on Kaleidoscape because that's one I, a tile I want to have popped in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, great movie. Uh, High Plains Drifter 4K from 1973. Ooh. Clint Eastwood. Mm. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, this one I'm not familiar with. I don't, maybe I am and I've forgotten about it. Mystery Men from 1999. Oh, yeah. Ben Stiller and uh, Hank Azaria. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. Greg Kinnear. Yeah. Yeah, he's in there. He's the yeah. It's great. It's oh, a wow. it's a it's a superhero kind of uh, pastiche uh, and and uh, superhero kind of jokey kind of thing. Long before they were they were popular. Yeah, it's great. Like, it's well worth like seeing. Similar to Kickass. Yeah, yeah. Although I'm, they, they I'm are picturing it that way. Yeah, it's, it's it's more it's more jokey than that, and a bit. And there are they do have powers and stuff. It's got uh, Gene Garofalo in it as well. Um, oh, okay. Gene Garofalo. Yeah, it's 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 very very quirky. Um, but but a really good film, and if you're a comic fan, and I know you are, then then you'll get a kick out of it. Oh, cool! Um, the, and the Blu-ray that I've got of it's not that great. So when the 4K hits over here, I'll definitely pick that up. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's 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 fun. Yeah, it's what we're seeing. All right. Uh, the Company mm. of Wolves 4K from mm. 1984. I keep saying 4K. Mm. All of these, I'm only doing 4K releases, <laughs> and it's still oh, a lot. Laser of disc. No <laughs> VHS. Come on, man. <laughs> um, yeah, Broadchurch. <laughs> Rollerball 
four from 1975. <laughs> hmm. uh, we have Shrek 2 from 2004. Uh, Sony Picture Classics. I'm going to click on 30th Anniversary Collection 4K. Uh, it's got, um, let's see, Orlando. Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> the, the City of Lost Children. The Celluloid Closet. Run Lola Run. Sick mm. Punk, The mm. Devil's Backbone, Volver, Synchnode, Synchdoche, New York, Synchdoche, New York, not familiar, Still Alice, <laughs> Call Me By Your Name, Crouching Tire, Tiger, Hidden Dragon, all 4K, mm. Ultra HD. Um, mm. I know Run, Lola, Run, and I know Crouching Tire, yeah, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, those are the only two I've, I've even mm. heard of. Still Alice is, uh, is, a, is a very good film with drama okay. with... Um, uh, goodness me, what's her face? That uh, oh, I can't think of her name. She is, um, she plays Clarice Starling in Hannibal. Uh, oh, okay, um, oh, it's gone, it's gone completely gone. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a film about uh, uh, ironically that none of us can remember her name. It's a film Jody, about Jody Alzheimer's. Oh. No, 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 in, oh, Hanna in about, Hannibal, um, Hannibal, uh, um, Redhead, uh, yeah, Julianne Moore. <laughs> That's oh, a, well done. Yeah, Julia See, Moore. there we go. Yeah. It's a it's a drama about a, a teacher who is who is diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's, and she is she is forgetting, and it's her relationship with her daughter. It's a it, yeah, very very moving film, and an unusual one for four K. It's a very eclectic collection. Yeah, it is. Mm. I mean, yeah. it took three of us to come up with three of them <laughs> yeah. that we know about. Yes, quite. Yeah, those yeah. are the classic. Well, I think it's funny that they're like Sony Picture Classics, 30th anniversary mm. from 92 to 2017. It's like, I didn't, 92 is classics or anything that came well, out in 2017. Because it right? it's 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How to make us feel old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's get back to the younger. Our younger roots, uh, Puss in Boots from 2011. Oh. Uh, it's coming out on Tuesday. IP Man 4K in uh, from 2008. Ip Man, Ip Man, Ip Man. Ip Man. <laughs> God, DJ. Honestly, it's not some sort of thing about copyright infringement. It's a, it's a, it's a martial arts movie. That one, that one. If anyone is interested in Ip Man, buy the box set. Buy the set of one, two, three, and four. They're very, yeah, very you good. You told me that a while ago. That's yeah, why I love great, saying great that films. because I don't think I've ever seen IP that. IP man. <laughs> the look on your face. It's not about someone getting caught short. <laughs> <laughs> I love the look on your face. You're just like, oh, for the love of God, I'm done. <laughs> Click. <laughs> this is worse than Midway. I'm out. It's getting late, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're not a martial arts guy, but even you knew that was <laughs> yeah. Um Let's see. Uh, children shouldn't play with dead things it's a public service it's announcement not, what about yeah. the film <laughs> yeah exactly i'm like that's not a psa that's actually a disc that's coming out on tuesday uh heard of it, that. from from 2022 it's from this year oh, i've never heard of it never heard of it. so mm. it sounds like a horror movie for you steve oh okay um, well now i'm more interested and uh ip man 2 is coming out <laughs> as well <laughs> <laughs> and also the uh, the final countdown <laughs> is coming in 4K uh, mm -hmm. from 1980. We talked about that a couple weeks ago, I think, or last. That's week. out here. We're, we've had that here for a while. Well, I yeah. haven't bought it, but I yeah, I've had it I've had it because it's been mm. out there. I had it. I mm. grabbed it, and I did a I did a show on it. But mm. uh, I think did I I think I did I talk about it with you or did I talk about it with Joe the podcast that yeah, just so came? So out? I've never seen All it, right. so I but I know it's out. Yeah. 
Okay, so I talked about it with Joe that came out uh, that was in Tuesday's podcast, and uh, mm. I did a whole show on it. It's uh, mm. have you seen that one, John? No. Oh, I w- I would recommend that. It's got some. Yeah, it's a it's it. a fun movie. The 4K is pretty good, and it's um, it's one it it's wonky when they it's a time travel movie, but it's a little wonky when they go through time. But the movie itself is is a lot of fun. It's it. You know, and this came out 1980, so this came out before Terminator 2, and that's why Joe and I were talking about it on Tuesday. We were like, you know, because we were talking about Terminator 2 and time travel and stuff. But, um, yeah, I recommend Terminator 1. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Terminator, (laughs) Terminator 2, all of those time travel (coughs) movies, and that's what I was saying on Tuesday. So, Uh, but yeah, all right, that's it for coming out on uh, November 22nd. So. If you're listening to this in 19 in 2023 or in 1983, <laughs> good yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah. Done the time travel thing. That's where yeah, it exactly. Hey, we're here. It's digital. Who knows where you can pick yeah. it up? <laughs> it's like live on Contact. your toaster. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Let's get to our real HT experiences. Um, what the boys have this week. So John, with the big list you have, why don't you go first? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't, I'm done. I'm out. I'm, yeah. You had a I'm busy week, off. but you, yeah. you did watch one that we'll get to in a minute. So, uh, Steve, why don't you go first? Mm-hmm. We'll bounce back and right. forth. Yeah. Okay. Cause I've got quite a bit cause I've had some time off. So I'm quite, quite, quite ready. Um, okay. So one that you did do a show about and that I only picked up because of your recommendation, DJ. Yeah. Um, which you, I subsequently discovered you've bought six times. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know it already. <laughs> oh, so yeah. bloodshot. Yeah, bloodshot. Yeah. Now, this also feeds into our is it a great movie depending on the delivery system conversation because I saw this on my iPad ages ago, you know, probably not long after it came out, and I thought it was rubbish. Like loose. Really, yeah, well, quite, but but just as well, yeah, similar, but in as much as it was just by the numbers, rote, cliche, boring, I thought, on mm-hmm. the iPad. Now I've been for a while. I've been thinking I'll pick up the disc because it's it's cheap and it's been out. And you you raved about it, and now I know why. Um, because I then picked it up and I watched it, and I mean, it is I think pretty close to being a reference disc. Um, it is absolutely stunningly good. And suddenly the film comes alive. It just everything is much more engaging and enjoyable. You know, it looks amazing. It sounds incredible, um, and it, it, I thought it was great. And I genuinely enjoyed the movie. I, I was far more surprised, and I wish I picked it up years ago, quite literally. Um, so yeah, great. I, I mean, I'm not going to go and buy it six times, but I did. Uh, but I did, did thoroughly enjoy it. Um, the only the only issue for me is is it's a, I don't know why they've decided to set the back half of the movie in London in air quotes. Yeah, because that's not even close not London. to being London. <laughs> it would be like me. I was thinking about this. This would be like me shooting a film in my back garden and claiming it's the Amazon rainforest. <laughs> you know, that's about <laughs> as close as it was. You know, it's clearly not London. The buildings are not London. The sky yeah. isn't, isn't like London. The, the number plates are all wrong. They're on the wrong side of the road. It is. <laughs> I mean, why they bothered with London? It's clearly South Africa. And why they didn't just say South Africa, I don't know. Because you just don't right. It's to. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it could have been anywhere. Yeah, it has no bearing on the story. It's not as though London is is intrinsically linked. It is literally like they must have stuck a pin in the map and go, yeah, we'll call it London then. Um, Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it was great. And a very sort of Neil Blomkamp-esque type film. I I thought it was great. Really, really enjoyed it. 
Um, but yeah, so so yeah, oh, yeah. Thank you to you for recommending that one. All right. <laughs> but why six times? Why six That's times? That's a great question. I was going to elaborate <laughs> on that. Um, I told you this, though, didn't I, Steve? I, I, you put something in a text, I think, saying I bought okay. it six times, but I didn't know why. <laughs> so this is the movie that ca- it came out in March of 2020. Hmm. And I saw it. We were talking about it on the chat podcast, talking comics. And John and I were looking hmm. forward to it. And I had bought my, you know, opening night ticket. So I went and saw mm-hmm. it by myself opening night. My son wanted to see it. So I bought him. I, the only time he was coming home from college, he was in college at the time. So I bought Tuesday night tickets for the two of us. Cause that was his spring mm-hmm. break. So I had those and I saw, so I saw it opening night. I had Tuesday night. Well, that Tuesday night was when the world shut down. And mm. that was literally my, I had seven o'clock tickets, but the theater had said because of the state mandate that all they had to be closed. So they were closing at eight o'clock and I, I had mm. to call the theater and be like, well, I got seven o'clock. They're like, yeah, once the movie starts, you get the movie, but we're closing after that. So you're good. So, okay. so I was like, okay. Oh, so right. I got to see it that night, but mm. what bloodshot enabled us to do for the first time in home theater Go straight home and see it, wasn't it? It was a week later. It was a Mm. week later. You could get it on digital. And I I Mm. really enjoyed it. Mm. And I couldn't wait to get this in my theater. So I bought it on iTunes. So there's purchase number three, right? So then (laughs) you go on iTunes and you're watching it and like, this is great. But it wasn't at the time. I think it might have been updated since then. But at the time, Mm. it wasn't in Dolby Atmos. Mm. So the only way to stream it in Dolby Atmos would be to get it in um with voodoo right voodoo voodoo had okay it. yeah so you could buy it on voodoo digitally and you'd get the atmos stream but here's the other one and john remembers this the only way you could get the atmos stream on voodoo and this is one i didn't put in the text to you you had to do it through roku because it wouldn't come through at voodoo wouldn't do atmos through the apple tv so i had to run out and get the higher end roku because only the higher end did it connect that to my system just so i could get the atmos and wouldn't you know it diminishing returns after all that work and you jump between them and the picture was better on itunes than the picture was on voodoo but the sound i honestly to this i mean my memory of it was like if it was better in atmos streaming then the the streaming, you know, five <laughs> one on iTunes. I'm like, I don't know, but I did it and I had fun with it. And then, of course, the 4K disc. I gotta have mm. that, which came out in May, so I had that. And then, of course, when Kaleidoscape came out, I bought it on Kaleidoscape <laughs> as well. So there's your six purchases. Yeah. So nobody has ever accused me of not supporting. It's getting a sequel <laughs> just because of DJ. I was going to say, yes. Yeah, that's yeah. It. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Vin Diesel bought a Ferrari just on the back of your thing. I think this movie yeah. really popular. Yeah, with <laughs> this one guy in Douglas. Yes. Yeah, the East Coast is loving it. <laughs> yeah. But, no. but to be fair, it, it is mm. a, a great, fun mm. home theater experience because this is one of those ones that and I've talked about it here on the podcast before where Netflix, I think does a fantastic job in shooting mm. their movies for HDR streaming HDR. They do a great, they shoot it purposefully in a contrast. That's going to enable mm. them to put out a very vibrant um, image, right? Mm. This movie 
bloodshot i think they i mean it's like they got the reds the blues the brights the darks and all of this going on and all of these scenes the red in his chest and all of this stuff going mm. on it just the image on your screen and it enables that the subject matter enables this to happen in a way that you're not like well this is ridiculous well yeah it's ridiculous mm. it's based on a comic book so mm. I, I feel like it, it's just a lot of fun in your theater. I feel like, like you said, Steve, the, the Atmos mix is mm. fantastic. That scene in 28 at 28 minutes and 50 seconds, the um, psycho killer, when mm. it's the memory, the memory of it, not the original mm. part. When you hear it, when he starts hearing it and the speakers around the room are playing yeah. this yeah. and it's in his head and it's the way that sound moves around the room at different volume levels it's just so much fun. It's in mm -hmm. uh thirty four twenty. This is it, Steve. Do you not agree? This is demo HDR material. Uh, mm -hmm. The flower in we'll just call it the flower in the tunnel, and that mm -hmm. that battle scene and the oh yes, the gradations yeah. that you get with that flower and the air and the bright lights, the flares. It's yeah. amazing. Uh, absolutely it is it is it is stunningly good and another sony disc that just yeah. basically just knocks it out of the park it, it, it's 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 fantastic i mean I, I feel stupid that i haven't picked it up before now i mean That's I, okay. it, I got it got it cheap <clears throat> but it, it you know anyone listening to this that, that think you know it's another vin diesel you know is it is it really you know a film for me give it a, give it a go but you know don't don't rent it buy it i buy the disc and just enjoy it I love the line. It's not really a spoiler, but it's early on in the movie and he's talking to the, what you'd call a doctor or the scientist. And he's like, and now we're ready to go to the next step. And then he goes, well, of course you are. <laughs> that one Vin Diesel, that deadpan yeah. line that he gives them. It's like, you'll know it when you get there if you haven't seen the movie. Mm. But when was the last time you saw it, John? Uh, theater. Oh, really? You haven't seen it at yeah. home? No. Oh. I was just looking at my phone to see if I actually owned it in 4K, which I do. Yeah. I just haven't watched mm. it yet. I figured you would because, mm. I mean, I bought it six. I didn't send you a well, copy. Well, I think I bought, no, I think I bought it last Black Friday when right. it was on sale. And I haven't, it probably still has the wrapper on it. Oh, you would love it on your projector now? Oh, it's, so it's, good. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, it's I'm really, sure. really good. So good. I mean, you you said you had 20 odd discs to give away. There were 20 odd movies. Six of those are Bloodshot. Are they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, two are movie tickets and the other one. Two are digital. <laughs> two are digital. Yeah. And I, so I only have one. Um, I should give it away because I have it on Kaleidoscape. So yeah, you should. yeah, it, it's really, really good. I mean, I I was absolutely blown away by it. Really pleased yeah. with that. So yeah, you so know what? First, one. first person to ask for bloodshot. There you go. So out the door, United <laughs> States shipping it out. So first person yeah. to ask for bloodshot, I'll ship it out. I love that mm -hmm. movie. Uh, I'll probably yeah. never use the disc again. So there you go. Thank you very yeah. much. And, so. and it's a, it's a reference disc, guys. So oh yeah. Anyone that get it, you know, yeah, jump yeah. on that one definitely. All right, so that's uh, my first one. Uh, John, we could talk about this one. Maybe Steve, too. Right. He said maybe. Um, mm. Wakanda Forever in the cinema, guys. Did you yeah. see it, Steve? I Yeah, I saw it earlier today. I might have an outlying opinion on this one. Okay. Oh, well, I, don't I don't think know. you will. I think we're going to come okay. all down Ooh, the middle. Don't I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. You said you loved it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, John and I had a brief conversation about it. Mm. I have my reasons. Um, but John, why don't you go first? I did not love it, actually. Right. Um, I mean, I didn't dislike high it. High five. High five. Yeah. High five. I, I didn't dislike the movie at all, uh, but I didn't love it. I didn't think it was great. I don't think it's no. the best Marvel movie this year. 
or even in the last couple of years. Um, mm. Anything I really have to say about it is very spoilery, so I don't really know right. how much I can I can elaborate on that. I did not like the way they handled Chad, Chadwick's departure, um, mm. and um, I, I just thought the movie was very thin. Okay, <laughs> you know, and I I I mean. I, I had some issues with it for sure. So, okay, um, Steve, you could say your piece. I I I the, what the, the, I can say some non-spoilery things about it. The main one for me was, boy, was it long, and yeah. I felt every was it two forty single two minutes. Yeah, yeah. two forty. It was interminably long, um, mm-hmm. and I appreciate first watch. And as you guys know more than anybody else, you know, second watch, I genuinely generally enjoy things more but for the first watch it was mind-numbingly long and i was i I nearly fell asleep several times and i watched it mid-morning so there's no excuse for that um and and the person that i saw it with did fall asleep and fell asleep (laughs) for about half an hour um and still woke up and had you know an over an hour left um (laughs) and and it was so for me my the, the worst takeaway for me is just how long it is there are there are entire chunks of that movie that could go that would not affect the thing at all. It felt like a director's cut being shown for the very first time. So everything was in. There can't be anything cut out. You can see the lot. Um, and so that was my – I just thought there was just too much. Right. You know, and I agree with you, John. It, it's thin, but it's also – there's but just a long. lot of it. Right. Yeah, it yeah. is. And, and I, so I, that, was, that was my big problem with it. It's just too long, and, it was, and there was not enough story to maintain it. And, it. and if I had to listen to one more somber Rihanna song – I think I might have gone crazy because um, yeah. there's just, just, uh, and, and, and how many scenes do you have to have? Again, spoiler free of two characters talking about something to do with how they're going to resolve their future. Um, you know, and there's just another one and another one and another one. And it, oh yeah. gosh. So I, I didn't hate it again. I'm with you, John. I didn't hate it. There was some stuff in there I really liked, but it's just, just too long. Just too long, and and again, it's not the best Marvel film of the year for me no. either. That's that's Doctor Strange for me by an absolute country mile for me. Really? Although again, I appreciate that. Yeah, I love Multiverse of yeah. Madness, but again, it's a horror aspect, isn't it? It's a horror yeah, film, so right. I'm bound to love it. Um, so yeah, I I was yeah, it didn't do much for me at all. But DJ, you said you loved it, so do tell. Yeah, so my wife and I saw it together um, on <coughs> on Friday morning, Veterans Day. She mm. was off, so mm. I took I had bought the tickets. Um, for a 10, 10 30 show. And we both, we came out of there, um, saying a lot of the things that you guys are saying. Okay. Like mm-hmm. it is long. And I said to mm-hmm. her, one of my first things I said, I go, one of the things they're doing, and it's, it, it seems to be difficult for them now with the, all these streaming shows, people want more, you know, character development and stuff. So when you put out a movie, it gets tough because people walk out and go, they want more, but if it's too long, they want it less. And it's like, Mm -hmm. so I I think they're caught in the middle there and it makes it harder to rewatch. And that's one of my first Mm -hmm. comments to my wife. I go, I did, I really did. And I'll I'll get to why in a minute. Love it. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, But I, that here's the caveat. I do agree with everything you're saying. I felt like the story was thin in parts. There was Mm -hmm. characters I didn't, I wasn't crazy about um, when later on we can talk a little spoilers, you know, yeah. some other day, um, but, or maybe green room or something someday. But here's the thing. Why I loved it is because the 
difficult task that they had with Chadwick Boseman passing. Mm. When they signed him as Black Panther, they had no idea. I'll bet you Chadwick had no idea what was going to happen to him in his life in that situation. Mm. Um, because I, I, I personally, my observation from afar, I don't think Chadwick's the type of person that would sign on for a multi-film deal, knowing that what his fate was. I think he mm. found that out after, cause you know, they do these things many years before the movie comes out. And then he mm. got and at that point. He's like, I can't get out of it. What am I going to do? So, um, that being said, think of the difficult tasks that they had. They have, you know, the MCU's planned out to, you know what, stage sex or whatever, right? We're in mm -hmm. five right now. So they had a plan in place. And now your lead character that's supposed to do this. I think what they did, when you see the movie through that lens, how they mm -hmm. were able still be able to tell the story. I think the elements of the story that they wanted to tell with Chadwick are here. Right. Yes. But then they mm -hmm. had to thin that out with his passing, his real life situation, because they did everything. Think of the difficulty that we talk about in social on social media. Do you replace the character? Do you do this with the character? Do you CGI the character? Do you, they did none of that. They respectfully did what I think a lot of people wanted them to do and what what is respectful to Chadwick and his family. Right. How do you do that in an artistic entertaining way and for them to mm. pull it off that way i think looking at it through that lens i think it's phenomenal what they did um it's funny you mentioned the music steve because my wife loves the music in that movie <laughs> she's like these are her two favorite marvel movies black panther mm. and wakanda forever she's like I, mm -hmm. she just loves the colorfulness she loves the upbeatness even even in wakanda forever there is an element of like Wakanda forever. Mm. You come out of there. If you did like the movie, you're like Wakanda forever. You know, it's like, it's an amazing story being told intertwined with something you would never want to have to intertwine a story with. Mm. That's yeah, but the problem it. is if you don't like it, then you come out of it feeling like you've been in Wakanda forever. <laughs> That's <laughs> the problem. Um, <laughs> so it, in my little <clears> monologue <throat> there, how early on did you have that joke? And you oh, were just, so uh, just, polite just, just to sit there. You said Wakanda forever. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. Exactly that. I, well, it's five hours ahead, so it's uh, I've had it for hours. <laughs> yeah, future Steve. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's all done. Um, so yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I just, it, I mean, also, I think some of it again, and this is why I say I need to see it again, and I will see it again. I'll buy the disc. So however oh, I much I might malign it, yeah. So however much I might malign it, I'm going to get the disc, which was far from certain with Thor: Love and Thunder. So I, you know, it's better than that. Um, is that, that also the 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 experience, the theatrical experience, the ex exhibition of it was not brilliant. Um, right. and, and where I saw it, which was in a, in a fairly decent cinema, it's a modern cinema, but the black levels were not good. So the 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 that that uh, sequence on the bridge, spoiler free, the sequence on the bridge relatively early on um, was just I just couldn't see any details. It was just a right. mess of dark stuff, and and, I, and it was soft, and I couldn't. So I, so that was irritating me as well because I wanted to because that's the first time you potentially get to see some of the designs of some of the characters, mm -hmm. and I and all I could see was just 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 a mess of, of of blurry stuff, and so that was annoying me as well. So that that wouldn't have helped. Um, but yeah, I, as I said, and, and I get what you're saying. I think you're right. I think how it, how they how they do how they handle it is very sensitively done and very and very appropriately done. I think, and I know what you're saying, John, about 
perhaps not not happy how they did it but i think i think they did it respectfully and i think they did it in a, in a and, and so the, that's at the beginning and then you get your little bit at the end again without yeah. any spoilers right. um but i think all the stuff in between was again it just it, it, it doesn't just so much as kind of make the point is hammer it home and then when you've just finished having it hammered into your head they then go right we're going to do the other side now sorry dj this will be bringing about post-traumatic stress with like head injuries <laughs> but they, you know so, so you've got sort of from one side then the other side then the back side and if you haven't got that we're going to have another scene and you're going to see that again yeah and then just and just when you've got that you know what let's have another 20 minute scene or at least that's how it feels of two people talking about what they've just been talking about um so there there are subplots galore that could go from yeah. that and you and it wouldn't affect the story it wouldn't you wouldn't miss it um and as you say and i think you're right about streaming you know people that want you know they want more character development that's fine but don't make a movie as long as a series right. you know right. if you're going to do that release it on oh, disney plus make it a series i mean right you know, wakanda forever the series oh yeah that's fine i can digest that in hour long or 50 minute chunks don't make a movie that's as long as a series and make you sit through it because it burns up all the goodwill quite quickly um, but you know, I think I think I think John and I have opinions on it is probably the minor one because its reviews are through the roof. I mean, most people are absolutely loving it. Yes. Um, well, I think part I, of that so, is. Do you think there's a chance? And we're going to get a little bit crazy here and go like controversial. Do you think? Pe- <laughs> no. Do you think people no. are saying that because of the chat? Like it's hard to say. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. like it because of that feel. You know. And it's, yeah, there could be some of that. There could be, and yet I don't. I, you get that impression from the from your average movie critic that they're that sensitive to it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm no, not, not the not average. Sure. But I think I mean not the average. But it's not like I mean I haven't mm. seen like to your point, Steve. I haven't seen many mm. bad reviews of it. Yeah, not quite. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I agree with everything you're saying. I'm just giving mm. I'm giving the credit to what they had to do and yeah. the, the mm. difficult task that they had. And yeah. I, mean, I think as a home yeah. theater experience, I think it's going to be really good. Uh, mm. Black Panther is a great home theater experience. Mm. I think there's seeing this in the theater like we do. These are previews for us in our home theaters. Mm. This is one that's, I mean, the, the colors, the vibrancy, if we hit all of that, the darker scenes, I mean, the costumes alone, I mean, Black Panther, right? You, those costumes mm. alone are going to really you know, jump off of our Mm. screens and there's some good action sequences. There's some, uh, great locations, if you will, uh, around Mm. the world that are going to play really well in our theaters, I think. Um, Mm. so I'm really looking forward to the disc. Uh, got to imagine they're probably going to do a variable aspect ratio somewhere along the line for Disney plus. Only on on Disney plus. Plus. Yeah. 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 Cause they love touting that. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So I I think there's a lot to be, behold there in the future for us mm. in the theaters our home theaters mm. i should say so yeah just, just just don't need two hours and 40 minutes of it though oh and the other the other problem it had is is as a being a massive fan of apocalypto and absolutely desperate to see that in 4k um there were so many actors in there that were in apocalypto mm. that i'm thinking i'd rather be watching that to be honest um <laughs> right. so that didn't that didn't help me <laughs> yeah. there were a right. number of them and i've seen that film so many times i'm like oh look i think oh yeah watching, I, I wish i was watching that enough to recognize them but... oh yeah 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 I, I would talk about a theatrical or a cinematic movie that one all day long <sighs> anyway all right what's <laughs> your uh next one steve Okay, now, this one then you can help me out, guys, as to whether it's out in 4K over there. The Running Man. Now, is that out in 4K over there yet? Um, I, Yeah, I, I think it know. just came out. Running Man. Running Man yeah, came out. I don't know. I haven't seen any reviews of it over there. 
But it's just come yeah. out here. It came, came out, out November first. Oh, Living Man Four K came out November first. So two weeks. So, so I watched that this week. Um, now, obviously, the film is the film, 1987, uh, 88, sorry, 88, because yeah. um, it was the next film that, that Arnold Schwarzenegger did after Predator. Um, so, yeah, very cool. The, f- the film still holds up. And, and, in fact, it's probably more relevant now than ever in terms of current sort of sociopolitical approaches to things, especially over here, not so much over there, politics-free. Um, but, um, but yeah, so, it, so the film's as good as ever. It is aged perfectly well. It's not, it's not bad. Um, but the 4K disc is awesome really yeah, yeah really good now this was quite a, the way i remember it is that this was quite a, for, for, for schwarzenegger quite a low budget film it was one of his mid-budget movies that he did like raw deal like you know red mm-hmm. sonja those sorts where he had the the triple a releases and then he had the sort of mid-budget ones and that and that this was one of those um as far as, and yet it's never looked better it looks mm. absolutely phenomenal. It's not been scrubbed clean. It's still got grain, but it's really finely resolved. Um, the, 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 the HDR on it, it gives it all new life. The, wild, the wider color gamut looks great. Um, and the audio. Now, the audio is, is bizarrely on the disc. It says Atmos. And yet it's, in, it's only Dolby DTS mm. HD 5.1. But if you upmix it to NeuralX, it sounds amazing. Um, the, you know the bits where the where the um, the contestants are loaded onto the shoot um, and loaded onto the yep. carts and fired down the chutes. That sequence is almost demo worthy. It almost goes right around the room. <laughs> almost, yeah. well, you can hear it. You can hear it above you. You can hear it to the sides and back as the, as the shoots going down and as the cameras going down with them. It's all around the room, and it, feel, it genuinely you feel back in your seat as if you're going down the chute. Yeah, and there's a number of them. They do it a couple of times in the movie, and it, it is really really nice. And I was very pleased with that. Um, I wasn't expecting it at all. I thought, well, it'll it'll sound all right, but it should hopefully look good. But it sounds amazing as well. That's awesome. So I definitely recommend that. That's a really nice I'll, disc. I'll have to grab that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I, I've so been eyeballing it on. Uh, it, it's out is on. Is it on Kaleidoscape? Yep. Yeah. 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 Four K. Well, same picking up. Add it to my list. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. Well, that one should be another one that should be relatively cheap. I mean, it's yeah, a, it's a, you know, it's not a AAA release, so hopefully it yeah. would, and it, it, it's definitely worth it. It's, it's really nice, um, and nice to see. I mean, this is the biggest screen I've seen it on. I didn't see it in the cinemas. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was too young, so to see it on the on on. I mean, I appreciate it's not as big as your screens, but to see it, in, you know, on right. the big screen in, in my, and watch it this way was really fun. I had a great time watching this again. So cool. yeah, it was great. All right, so that's my next one. All right. Uh, my next one, I have never seen on a screen this big. Uh, I've never mm-hmm. seen this movie from beginning to end. I've seen clips of it as a kid. Uh, I think it was on TV a couple of times on, like, movie night or something like that. What do we have? What, uh, what was the ch- Channel 38? What did they call it, John? Remember a uh, movie? It was on at night. Uh, yeah, the movie Loft. Oh, yeah, yeah. On Channel 38, they called it the movie loft. So I probably saw it on that and then had to go to bed. But, you know, Humphrey Bogart. Play it again, DJ. I I can't. I I didn't want it. I'm like, I was a little kid. It didn't really resonate with me. Um, So I've never seen it. It's you have to get this. You have to see it. Casablanca. Mm. Yeah. You haven't seen it, Steve? No, I haven't. I would. You know what? I was looking at it today. I was looking at it today and I didn't buy it. I was I, about it and thought, mm. I, I came up from this. This movie moved me. It was mm. amazing. I mean, the disc mm. is great. Um, it, it. I wouldn't say it's like it doesn't have great sound. Uh, as a matter of fact, there's an issue with the sound, in my opinion. Um, the noise floor on it had 
Like you, you get the little bit of a, okay. Mm. So you get that, but right before an, a, a character would talk, it would go like, almost like if I use a noise gate in the podcast and say you had mm. a fan behind you, you, it would be gone. But right when you go to talk, it would open up and you could hear that fan behind them. Okay. Right. So mm. it's, it was a little bit like that, but I have my neural X on. It, it just up mixes everything. So this is in DTS mm. 2.0, I believe. Mm. So it was up mixing it. I played it in just pure stereo. Okay. It, mm. it didn't get rid of it entirely, but it mitigated a lot of it because now I'm just getting that nice clean stereo. I'm sitting mm. in the center. Cent I mean, the panning was, everything was fine. Not that there was any mm. panning, but the dialogue was centered mm. and everything. So it sounded really nice in two channel stereo. Uh, which is what it was probably in. It was probably in mono when it came out in, yeah, it was what a, was it? Like 41, yeah. 41, 42, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, and it, it, what's interesting is this is spoiler free, but what, what you'll understand is for where an the 80 year old movie I, for an 80 year old movie. You'll, you'll, how I, was the mid credit scene? I, yeah. I, I found out why they called it Casablanca. Let, let me quote you some lines from the movie. What brings you to Casablanca? I love it here in Casablanca. How long are you staying here in Casablanca? When will you be leaving Casablanca? <laughs> it's like every time, like normally in a movie, you'd be like, hey, what brings you here? <laughs> it's like right. every every line in the movie where they could put in Casablanca. They were marketing. Saying, it was all for the marketing. Yeah. Oh, Sponsored my God. Sponsored by the Casablanca Tourist Board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I would love for you guys to see this movie. Mm. It is in, in the 4K, okay. the image it is so clean. The grain mm. is so consistent black and white it's not as as nice of a black and white image as what like i experienced with psycho uh psycho mm. to me but that's an, a newer movie they cleaned that up mm. really i mean it's so crisp it's so great in 4k the hdr really shines on that this here i just think is it's never looked better uh and it's it's worth it's a classic that's and now i know why it's the classic that it is because watching this movie um i i was just like it's very um poignant to today too hmm. uh I, I put that line on uh mastodon my first tweet oh my what do they call it a toot over there whatever toot. Yeah. i put i Which... put humphrey bogart's <laughs> line he's rick and he says i'm not interested in politics and the problems of the world are not my department i'm a saloon keeper and that's what he just it was like and i loved it when he said it it was just like there was another line that he says to somebody he goes and i'm like this guy is like me He's just so like, mm. and I've, I've been in this situation. He's a saloon keeper. He's walking around and somebody walks up to him and goes, they're talking to him and he's just kind of listening, but ignoring him. And he goes, the guy goes, you don't like me very much, do you? And he looks at him and he goes, if I thought about you, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's like, I'm like, I've, I've been in that situation. I'm like, you don't like me very much. Cause I don't like to talk to people out in public and they come up mm. and they like try to engage. And I just I'm like, yep. One word. You don't like me, do you? And I was like, oh, I'm going to use that next time. Jen goes, please don't. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it is it, so good. The movie, mm. the, the story. And I'm, I was like, like I said, I came up after watching this. And I said to, to my wife, I was like, Jen, I'm like, we got to watch this. You got to watch this movie. She goes, I'm mm. dying to see it. Cause it's a love story too. And I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> but, uh, I'll, I'll happily watch it with her again. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll pick it up. I nearly, I nearly bought it. I, I having bought, picked up Halo, which we'll talk about in a minute, hopefully. And yeah. I, and I, which only came out here yesterday. 
and uh, and it was there. Casablanca was there, and I was thinking, shall I? Shall I? And I just thought, mm, I don't know when I'll watch it. So I thought, well, I won't. But I, on the back of that, I will. Uh, it's not I'll, a I'll horror pick it up next movie, time I'm over Steve. There. So just well, warning you ahead you of time. No, I know, but it is a classic film, and if yeah. you've got a chance to own it in a in a, in this kind of format, we should be supporting it, shouldn't we? And and yeah, and there are certain films I think you you ought to have in your collection. Lawrence of Arabia is one of them, yeah. um, and I think this is one. And I think you know there are certain movies that you just should. Spartacus again, Gandhi. Mm-hmm. I would say, I you know, that. these are movies that are classic films. You've got a chance to see them in 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 this format. You you should pick them up. We should support it. Frankly, even if you don't ever watch it, um, right. But I'm, I, I am hoping to. I, I will on the back of that. You know what I bought yeah. because of this movie? And I'm, I, I was hoping to have seen it by today, but I'm going to see it by next week. Uh, what's, what was that? Maltese Falcon. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, Grabbed yeah, another yeah, one. Another, I was like. It's oh. the same. It's uh, Humphrey Bogart, Lauren Bacall again, isn't yeah. it? Isn't it the same? Yeah. Lauren same B- yeah, yeah. Yeah. This one's Ingrid Bergman, <clears throat> and who's amazing. It's mm. And I read up on her. I'm like, what was the big deal about? And then you see her in this, and you're like, oh. It's they're so good. They're so good, especially for the time. And you mm. you think about acting today, and you look back at this stuff. It's just so good, so good. Mm. Um, I will say, uh, as far as HDR goes, for people that have this or are getting it and they want to look for something, but the, I don't think it's ever looked this good. But there's a lot of smoking going on in this, mm-hmm. and people in the background are smoking. Characters on camera are smoking. Watching that smoke waft by. And it, that it, I think this is where, it, I mean, like, it's not crazy HDR, but it's just the detail that you can see. You feel like you're there and that the cinematography is great. And it, a lot of this is indoors, but there's some outdoor shots as well of, of, uh, what's the city? Um, oh, Casablanca. That's right. <laughs> um, it's like, it just, but that one, uh, that is one thing that jumps out in my head is that just the smoke and I, I hate smoke, but but mm-hmm. the smoke going on around the characters and stuff, it just it really pulls you into the scene and the detail is great. So check that so out. So sponsored by the Casablanca Tourist Board and Marlborough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. So yeah. Next right, up, so, Steve. Yeah. So next one then is Halo. Now you guys have probably already talked about this, already seen it, and it's probably really old news. But I, I hadn't seen it, and I'd, I'd, I'd skipped it. We don't, well, we do have Paramount Plus here, but I don't subscribe to it because there's just not enough on there that I'm interested in. So it came out here yesterday, and I'm up to episode four. Um, oh, okay. Now I need, now I need your help with this guy. Have either of you seen the 4K? As in the yes. disc? No, just I, have. I haven't. Yeah. I just, I, yeah, I grabbed it on Kaleidoscape because I was up to mm. episode three on Paramount. Mm-hmm. And then my son and I were watching together and then jobs and whatever mm. scheduling. I never got back to it. So when it came out on Kaleidoscape, mm. I grabbed it. And now I'm up to five. So I'm only one ahead of you. Okay. Right. Well, so it'd be interesting to see what you make. So, so in terms of the series, I'm really enjoying it. And mm-hmm. I'm only a casual Xbox person. Yeah, I, I've here. played Halo 1 and Halo 2. Mm-hmm. I've completed those two. But years ago, and I haven't played another one since then. So a long time ago. So I, I, I've got a passing knowledge of the world and and so but, but I, so I was a little bit trepidatious as to whether I would really get into this or not, but it was enough to buy it. Um, and I, I I'm really enjoying it. I think the series is really good. It's I, I'm enjoying the mystery that's unfolding as we mm-hmm. go through. And I've just started episode four, um, so I think it's good. Um, and it, home theater wise, image quality I think it's exceptional. It's really really nice yes. the image quality. You know, detailed, three dimensional, colorful as anything and the beautiful black on the spaceships where you've got master chief there and sort of shadow and you know the the, the black levels and the, the interplay between the dark and the light is, is gorgeous really really nice mm. but 
the sound. Now, it's in Dolby Atmos, okay? And, and actually, in the, on the disc, yeah. when you go into settings, it actually there's a blurb about what Dolby Atmos is, and so they've clearly mastered it properly. They've, they've spent some time on it. Now, it's, it's, the environment's really good. It, it moves around the room. It's mm-hmm. all really good. My problem is with the bass. I, I thought you I might just... have that problem. It, there's a couple of scenes similar to um, Andor. Yeah, where it exactly doesn't have that. the impact exactly. that you wanted some of the battle yeah. scenes, right? But the battle 100%. scenes are, are very engaging otherwise, right? There's yeah. a ton yeah. going on. You just don't get the impacts that you wanted. And when I was watching it streaming, I I like it. I just said, okay, this is the stream. Um yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. Continue, because I'm gonna um I'm going to yeah, push back but, a little bit on it, but I, I, I agree with you, but I also have yeah. a, a counter to it, yeah, too. It, well, it's weird. What, it's weird because it's not consistent. So it, yes. it, episode one, within about counter. five minutes, episode one, it, you've got the, you know, there is a battle. That's not going to be a spoiler, I don't think. There is a battle. And, 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 and at some point, a character pulls out a Gatling gun and walks into frame with it, and you're just thinking, oh, here we go. Oh, yes, here we go. This is going to be great. And the gun goes off, and it might as well be a cap gun, you know, a pop gun. It's just, 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 you know, back, 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 mm. instead of this boom, 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 which you would expect. So I was immediately thinking, what? And But then I thought about it. And when I played the games a long time ago, I remember thinking then that the weapons didn't sound like a gun would. They mm. actually didn't have, like you'd play in Call of Duty and all the rest of it. So when so then playing this, actually the guns don't have that really booming sound. So I wonder if this was a deliberate choice to echo the sounds from the guns in the game. Now, if it is, then that makes sense because otherwise there is a mistake because it's not consistent about five, 10 minutes after that, that, that sequence in the first one, when a certain character touches a certain something, and that sounds ruder than I meant it. Um, <laughs> then, then, so something, okay, I'm trying to talk around it and then not do that. But the, so, so then, then suddenly the sound field comes alive. Right. And then there's bass and then it, and the whole, you know, ceiling, the, 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 the overheads yeah. are engaged. Everything's moving around the room and that's great. And that, and suddenly you can hear some rumbles and it's like, okay, right. That's great. And there are a couple of other times where, where ships are going past where there's a bit of a rumble in the subs, but then there's other times where there are ships that crash and then you don't hear it. There's just no, there's no punch to the bass at all. So it's so it's odd, and I'm finding the audio a bit a bit distracting because of it. Um, it's just not consistent. Whereas the envelopment's fine. The overheads are great. Yeah. You know, there's some really nice stuff in the in the surround speakers. It just feels like the bass at times is really anemic or non-existent. And so, I, I, again, it's enough for me to check my subs. I was a bit worried that right. they weren't working. No. Um- <laughs> So here's the thing. I came from Paramount Plus and mm. I thought it was that. And then going to this, it is, it's better. It, mm. it, it's much better. And I'll give you one to, to try it. Maybe this will help you make, mm. improve it a little bit. Um, when they walk around. Mm. Yeah, you know, you get, yeah, you, yeah. It's a feel. It's like every mm. step they take is like Jurassic World Dominion. It's like, because mm. it, to give you the feel of yeah. the weight of their suits, to give you a feel of like yeah. who they are, and just like their characters in this show are just, they're obviously the main characters, but they're serious, mm-hmm. all business, which is part of the story. But mm. every time they take a step, they could be off camera and like Master Chief will be off yeah, camera and you'll hear, yeah. 
but not like you can feel it. It's it's visceral, mm. right? I actually mm. went back to Paramount Plus and watched a scene from I think episode four or five, and to see, I'm like, no, it's it's a nice bass there. You can hear it, but there's no mm. feel whatsoever. Um, yeah. Everything else you're saying, I agree with you, but it doesn't take me out of it because I feel like mm. the improvement you get on the on the disc compared to the stream in video wise, it's just so much more clear. Mm. It's there's a clarity there. I felt like there's deeper black levels, brighter brights, yeah, which yeah, really yeah. gives you that sense of 3D when they have when you go mm. inside a helmet. It, there's a lot of brings you right into the video game but like more real than what you got in the video game right mm, and mm-hmm. it, it it just brings you into that world in a way that you never and i'm like you it's like i never completed the game but i've played mm. one two you know my son had i think the, the later ones but it was never a big thing i have a working knowledge of it but mm. i think the people that liked it the least when John and I were talking, when it first came out, it was the people that were huge fans and they were like, wait a minute, they took their helmets off. Well, like it's a TV show. What did you expect? Yeah. 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 It was a bit Mandalorian though. When he did that, I must admit. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, like I said, video wise, there were no complaints from me on that at all. I think yeah. it looks gorgeous. And I put up quite a few pictures about it when I, right. I tweeted them out because it's like, it looked lovely. It's just the audio that I'm finding inconsistent right. and I can't quite, but- understand why but i like your your idea because that's what i was going to say too like these are weapons we don't know when in in andor the scene that the three of us were talking about was like Mm. literal rocks dropping that i don't care what world you're on unless they keep floating they're gonna make a boom and they didn't Mm. they made nothing they you didn't even get a sound at least Mm. here you're getting a sound it's just not the boom that you wanted, yeah. but there are booms. I'm getting booms on certain guns. Like if it's mounted to a vehicle, I felt like I got some more boom mm. out of that. But then there's other laser guns that don't necessarily give a boom, mm. which I've always found to be odd anyways. Like when I turn on my flashlight, I don't get a boom, mm. but if I fire a laser, you're going to get a boom. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it might be. It might be again. I, I, I said that I've said to you before about you know watching some other films that have got heavy bass, and then you go to this, and it doesn't have it. And is that right. then is that lack of bass then um, enhanced or magnified because you've been watching other stuff? Exactly. And I've been watching some some heavy bass stuff this week, and so that that might have something to do with it. But still, I don't get. You know, a Gatling right. gun's a Gatling gun. You know, you unleash this thing. Yeah, you know, we've all seen Predator more times than is decent. You know, when when old painter starts going, you feel that thing. Oh yeah. And so to, to 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 so early in the thing for this, so so early in the series, first episode, a character to walk slow motion into frame with a bloody great big Gatling gun, and it just go pat 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 pat, just with it. it, it yeah, it didn't work for me. But it, you know, as I said, shows it's just good. Inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah, it's it inconsistent. I'm enjoying yeah. the mystery. It's yeah. good. I like the pa- Pablo. I can't think of his surname. The, the Schreiber. Said it, he, it's Liv Schreiber, yeah. like now, little he, brother. Oh, no, brother. Brother. he's really yeah. good. He's really good. And, 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 and actually bringing some interest to a character that could have been one note. You know, yeah. the reason they take the helmet off is so you can emote. You know, that's right. the whole point. And, of course, that's really what the series is about as well, isn't it? Is dis- dis- discovering our emotions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it, so I, I I didn't have an issue with that, and uh, that's all fine. I'm, I'm enjoying the series. Just the sound is just strange. Yeah. Because, as I said, it's so enveloping at times. When Whenever they – the artifact, the, you know, the, the, the madrigal artifact, whatever they're calling it, is, is sort of kicks in. You get this lovely movement of sound all around the room. And yeah. And there's bass in that. 
So it's just odd that, that in the action scenes, you, it then sort of comes apart a little bit. So yeah, yeah. But but I'm loving it, and, and it's a really good series. So I'm certainly enjoying it, and uh, I'm good. looking forward to going through it. Um, the only slight issue is, of course, having seen Encanto so many times as I have, there is a song in that called The Family Madrigal. So every time it talks about Planet Madrigal, I'm hearing this bloody song in my head. And, uh, and it's taking away some of the dramatic tension. Um, but uh, so, so when they said Planet Madrigal, I'm like, oh, no. Okay. Oh. I'm just hearing this song. You know, it's going in my head. There you go. Um, do you think, by the way, do you think that it's a bit Dune? I get because the, 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 all the different. John, you've seen it all the way stuff. through, right? You finished I've, it. Yes, I, well, I finished yeah. it. Is it a um, bit Dune? At least initially, I was getting Dune vibes. I didn't vibes get, from I the, didn't from get that. I, I didn't. Uh, no, I I've only know, seen I it once. Really I've only seen Dune once, mind. Yeah. But I just just the planets, you know, the the dusty planets and oh, the kind yeah. of the costumes. Well, there's and stuff definitely that. Very Dune. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that. It, it, but the political, like the the political aspects and the societal things that Dune has, I didn't find yeah no any no, of that in, in yeah. halo yeah but yeah. super fun yeah i enjoyed the series mm. a lot and mm. I, I i probably will pick up the discs i don't usually buy series discs of shows that mm. i've streamed but and finish this is one that i yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is one that <laughs> it I, is good like house of the dragon mm. i'll buy um, yeah, i no. may pick up this but um i don't always mm. do that mm. um yeah, well, the, the but although you're scaring alone. me off a little bit with the audio, <laughs> with the audio, no, just, so. I mean, it's I, still I, a, yeah. if you liked the stream. I mean, it's going to be better, an improvement. I, it is, but it's the mm. same thing. I don't expect yeah. much from the stream, so right. Yeah, you know, it, what it's I mean? just not got that 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 power. I that you think might those expect. footsteps are worth the purchase. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, I, they every are, time they, they move yeah. around, it's boom, boom, and the picture. You know, and I agree with you, but I like to. I like the idea of like just look at those weapons as weapons we don't know and that's why yeah so i, yeah. I love which is you know, fine. yeah i can rationalize mm-hmm. that um yeah. but it is it is a good series and as i said i yeah. think 4k they've clearly shot it at least 4k if not higher yeah um because the the, the detail levels on the faces oh. and the the, the face and, and the long shots even the cg in it is is uh there's you know, a shot really, you really haven't decent. There's a shot you haven't seen yet <laughs> i i don't think it's in the earlier episodes they go inside mm-hmm. the helmet but you're not looking out of the helmet, like the video game, like the first person sh- shot. You're actually like uh-huh. the camera is right here in the helmet and you're looking uh-huh. at um, Shriver's eye and then you're seeing yeah. out the helmet too. So you're mm-hmm. seeing out the gold shield, looking at his eye, but but then they have the yeah. focus is really on his eye, but then everything starts to blur. All the, it's a fantastic shot mm. and they do it a few times. And it's yeah, just, I, 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 I just love yeah. the detail that you're seeing on mm. this big screen and you're looking, but it's to get, you're getting inside the helmet. And that's why like people at first didn't like the helmet and mm. coming off, but you're getting to know the, the character in the right. suit. And that's the point. Mm. Right. And now mm-hmm. to be in the helmet, looking at his actual face in that helmet <clears> and the way they lit that and the way they shot that. I think John knows exactly what I'm talking about. He's seen it, but mm. it's, I think it's just fantastic. And on disc, mm. it's just, there's so much more clarity. Mm. Uh, the, the 4k stream was fantastic by the way. Actually, Yeah. Mm. I was going to say, I thought it looked pretty good. It on did. It does. Paramount Plus. So it does. I'd be interested to see the improvements. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's, it, it's, it's again, it's like going from a slightly blurry image in very slight like a almost like a minorly dirty window and then you take that away and you're like oh there's reality you know it's like that and Mm -hmm. it's it's very minor like if i left and went to somebody else's house you wouldn't notice the difference the stream is fantastic so Mm. um but 
worth picking up. I like it. Yeah. Mm. And by picking it up, we support them putting these things out physically for well, us. Well, yes. You know, which <laughs> we're dying for. Um, <laughs> all right. My next one, uh, after going from Casablanca in the 1.33, I had my masking up. What else are you going to watch? And I got, I want to say Shawshanked, but this is a long Shawshank. Uh, I threw it on um, Snyder Cut on <laughs> 4K, Atmos, all of that, and it is just glorious. It took me three sittings to get through it, um, yeah. but it was, I, I love this movie. And I think as far as, I mean, home theater experience, I've talked about it on here. It's a, it, The imagery is just great HDR. It is a tough HDR uh thing to pull off right because it's so dark but it's so so bright all all those bright images that you have especially in that final battle scene and everything it's it is so good um the uh what was the one that i was going to say that um the tones i think really play the tones that snyder used throughout this movie uh um steppenwolf looks fantastic Mm. in this one the new costume but the HDR, the way the 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 chrome, the way that pops off, everything pops off. Um, it it's just that, like I said, that final battle, the plan. It's so dark but so bright at the same time. It's fantastic. Mm. And the one little thing, I mean, it's not really a spoiler, but you know, at the end when Wonder Woman comes down on Steppenwolf, the blood spray that you hear from her sword. It's the blood splatter. It's just like, it's like, I, I hadn't seen it like that in the past and maybe because I'm looking for some, but it's just so, again, dark scene, but still relatively dark, I should say. But then you can see the blood on her sword too. And that kind of has a sheet, like a, a wet look, like shiny wet mm-hmm. look of that blood on their sword. So good. Um, yeah, it's a long movie, but I think as a standalone comic book movie, this is one of those where, as a standalone movie, I, I just, I love this movie. I think it stands all by itself, and yeah, I, I just love it. So, all right, Steve, why don't you go while those charge? <laughs> yeah, I think my last one then, I, it, well, yeah, I've done a couple. I've got a bit of a mini series, a mini film season of The Rock going on at the moment. So um, <laughs> I've been through a number of them recently with, with uh, yeah, with others. Um, and I've watched Jungle Cruise this week, first time in 4K. Now I've watched it. I've watched the Disney Plus version, but this is the first time watching it in, as I said, in 4K disc or on 4K disc. Um, I think it's great. I really enjoyed it. It's actually a really fun film. I mean, presumably you guys have seen that as well. I Disney Plus, I watched. So yeah, so I really enjoyed it. I think it's really nice. The the the, the 4K disc is really really good. Um, image quality is great. Um, there's a little bit of Disneyfication going on in, in terms of you need to bump it up a little bit more than you might normally. Um, but then once you do that, it actually yields a really decent, decent soundscape. It's in Atmos. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty good um, and, and sounded, well, you know, very good. So well worth watching and, and, uh, and picking up if, uh, if you can find it relatively cheap now, which I suppose you probably could. Um, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Very, very Pirates of the Caribbean, isn't it? Um, I, I enjoyed the film a lot. Mm, wow. Yeah, yeah, it's way better than it could have been. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I um. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. So, and I've just started watching or rewatching Jumanji, um, which is uh, again another Sony disc, and it, mm-hmm. uh, it's, a, it's absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, continuing with the mini rock film season in Cinema George. 
<laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, let's see. What else do I have? I got, um, oh, Tulsa King. This is the one, John, you've seen as well. I did. Yep. And it's, but it's not really a home theater movie, but I, episode one, Stallone, I really enjoyed it. What did you think, John? I liked it, I liked as, it. Uh, uh, as well. I thought, I thought in the very beginning, I thought his acting was suspect. I mean, I know we're talking about Stallone. He's not, you know, going to win any Oscars ever, but but it, it smoothed out as the show went on, you know, and it, it actually, or it got less distracting. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I just got used to it, but, um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a good series. I, I liked it. Yeah. Fish out of water. Fun. It's just, uh, I, I enjoyed it. As home theater-wise, it has variable aspect ratios in the first episode. But other than that, it, I don't think it's going to go on anymore. I don't know. But, um, all right. Uh, let's see. What else do you got, Steve? Because you seem to be the one that should be talking. <laughs> yeah, no, you're okay. I think I've, I think I've done with my lot now. Yeah, okay. I think that's, that's, that's me sorted after, uh, yeah, busy week and lots to come. Next few days, plenty to watch, including Lawrence of Arabia, as John and I were talking about <laughs> earlier. Um, so, uh, yeah, I've got three more, three days off now to really sort of get through some stuff. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, all right. We'll, we'll do that Lord of the Rings clip next week since okay. we're all mm-hmm. pressed right oh, yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll talk because I think that's going to be a conversation. So we'll do, we'll save that one for next week. And that came and from. And we'll do our three demo sequences as well that we, uh, that we, we sent to you. Yeah. Yeah. You want, um, yeah, I forgot all, I even forgot all about that. Wanted to, want to push that to next week too. Yeah. 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 That yeah. way, uh, Steve's charge might not last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exact. Um, what was that a listener that asked that? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You and then yeah. you forwarded it to us. I forwarded it to everybody. So yeah, we'll get to that one. I don't even know where I put the email. I, I should have been in there, but yeah, we'll get to that next week as well. Um, and I, I just wanted to end with my final thing is that starting Friday, I will be watching one, one a week, uh, Hawkeye revisiting Hawkeye from last mm-hmm. year because it mm-hmm. is a Christmas series boys. And we're leading up to the holidays it's here. It's a great series. Is it not a Christmas series, John? No, it is. <laughs> I, I mean, again, in as much as it takes place at Christmas, Christmas is not the central theme of of the show. <laughs> no, but it's very festive. They're in New he's York. He's trying to get home for the holidays, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? You know I mean? Yes, he is. The, he's the just main he, thrust, isn't yeah. It? yeah it, I guess it is a, a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's a good series. It's fun. Fun I reason to revisit it. it. Do that every Christmas. I loved that series too. Yeah. So, all right. That will do it for this week. All of the trials and tribulations we went through, but we got to, got it done, boys. We did. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, I'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, I'm not sure what guest yet, but I will be back on Tuesday with something. Uh, thank you to everybody uh, streaming, watching the stream. And um, I don't know what we're doing next week. I don't know. Do we know a title for this show yet? For this show? Yeah. No, what do you think? Watch anything? So, <laughs> yeah, uh, got a workshop. It. You want to do Wakanda you could, forever? You could call it. Yeah. What do you call it? Or Casablanca? Oh, we could. Well, you guys haven't hmm. seen it, but I love oh, yeah. it. Well, Wakanda forever. Then, in that case, yeah. yeah. Wakanda so, forever. Title of the show: Wakanda felt like forever. Yes. There you go. I'm not putting that on the screen. 
from the title page. Uh, but yeah, there you go. Wakanda forever, because I, that was a good discussion. I think that's the main, yeah. main yeah. topic. Yeah. So we'll go with that other than our listeners and all their great experiences, but all right, that'll do it for this week. Uh, John, what does everybody got to do? Go push play. All right, Steve, do you have anything else to say? We got to come up with a tagline for you now. Yeah, it's going to have to be something English, isn't it? Cheerio. Cheerio. (laughs) Or it could be Spanish. Ooh, that's it. Say go push play in Spanish. Te vas a empujar a jugar. There we go. There we go. All right, let's try that again. All right, John, what does everybody got to do? Go push play. Te vas a empujar a jugar. That is right. <laughs> hey, Fred. This has been a Hey, Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.